And we're live. All right, boom. Here we go. They caught me off guard. All right, welcome. Episode 37 of the Sauzcast. We have a very controversial, spicy episode for all you people out there in YouTube land, on the internet. Uh, welcome to the Sauzcast on Valuetainment, the number one channel in the world for entrepreneurs. You guys know that? Not number either. one. You put in you put in entrepreneur, boom, there's Valuetainment. Here we go, in the house. So um, let me frame this episode. The episode is going to be, it's all about women and the women's role in work and in relationship and ooh wee somebody on this panel set the internet and the reddit and the twitter ablaze on something they had to say so before we get into that um let's meet our panel so the role of a, a housewife the role of a woman the role of an independent woman these are all conversations that we're going to be having today uh before i do that let me give a quick shout out to this gentleman right here, Rolo Tomasi, the author of The Rational Male. Uh, the newest book, I think, is The Player's Handbook. Um, so how this whole thing got started, how we all met, um, Rolo and I did an episode, what, about a month ago with Coco. Yes. That was awesome. Battle of the Sexes <laughs> went great. I'm sure you have some strong feelings on that from your last time that I you were here. I have strong feelings. I love that about Coco. Strong, <laughs> independent woman, right? Sir. Um, sir. <laughs> We did another episode with Rolo, with um, Tori, Torsha, um, with Justin, and uh, who, who was on that episode? Why am I forgetting? Um, had Fosh. And Fosh! How did I forget my girl Fosh? Boom. So Rolo says, sick episode. Loved it. We had a great time. What are you up to this weekend? I said, oh, I don't know. You know, just doing what I do in South Beach. They're doing a big event in Miami called the CME. The Conference for Masculine Excellence. Okay, interesting. Never heard of it. Let me do some research. I said, Rolo, I'm in. What can we do? All right, why don't you come down there, bring the camera crew, bring some equipment, start interviewing people. Boom, shout out to Rolo. Got me in there. Donovan Sharp runs that. Sick dude, great guy. There's about, I don't know, 100 people there, give or take, and like four women. And we had Tori on the panel, Torsha, shout out to her. And then in addition to that, Donovan had his um, girlfriend, I believe, Dev, Devin. And then these two ladies were there, right? <laughs> um, and we got to talking. We started seeing what was going on. And boom, the next thing you know, Allie, who I met and spoke with as well as Pearl, posted something online and it's been blowing up. So anyway, that shout out to Rolo for kind of making this happen. So salute to you. So with that being said, here, let's meet our panel. Um You've been on the panel before, Coco Beauty, in the house. Let me, let me read what Coco's all about. She helps women raise their standards, true? True. What's wrong with women raising her standards? I don't have a problem with that. She also, also we learned this last time, that if you Google <laughs> high-maintenance influencer, some lovely blonde girl pops up. Yes. Who is that lady? That is me. Okay. I had a viral video last year, exactly a year ago, and it was all about me saying that coffee and walks are not acceptable date options. Mm -hmm. There she is. High maintenance influencer. Mm -hmm. Coco Beauty. Just hit images. <laughs> Top. There you go. There she is. Smiling, Smiling and dialing. Happy. Smiling and happy. I miss so, her hair color. All right. Well, we can always get that back. Yeah. Um, now, so we have almost like the videographer and the person in the video mm -hmm. um so we got pearl and ali here so let me set this up so ali wife red pill youtuber 
uh, and a believer in hypergamy. Is Absolutely. that fair to say? Hypergamy is great. Okay. I mean, I, just use it to your advantage. It's awesome. Use it to her advantage. Be uh, close to the mic. Um, so th- she is the person in the video talking about um, more traditional views on marriage, how she is sort of subservient to her husband. And since Monday, did I, did I use that word correctly? Well, I wouldn't say that I'm subservient. I would say that he does so much for me that it's natural for me to support his endeavors in life because if he wins, I win. Boom. I like that. We're going to get into that exact topic right there. So since the video, which we're going to play in a second, uh, which was on Monday, I believe, because we met on Saturday, so this is a a day or so later, uh, she's been quoted, reposted, Huffington Post, World Star Hip Hop, Gavin McGinnis, D.L. Hughley reposted you. Uh, But that was thanks to our friend Pearl over here um, who basically you discuss what it is to be a modern woman. You take pride in red-pilling women, correct? And you're very big on YouTube, very big on TikTok. Um, so before we play this video, Pearl, set this up, and then we'll lead to Ali. Um, well, I was just in, we were in an Uber. I think we were going to the conference, maybe. Um, and I just was thinking that a lot of girls, I think, are very confused about like dating advice and how to get to be in Ali's position. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, cause people will see she's got a big ring, you know, she gets to stay home That's and she, right she's there. really into her let husband. See, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of women want to be in that position. And so I was thinking, oh, this would be a good video if I just, if I start it with the ring and I say, show them the ring, see, so they see what they want. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to keep watching. And then, you know, she gives them the answers in the video. Got it. So you ready to play this video? So let me just set the tone on this. So essentially <laughs> the, is there a title to the video? How to be a housewife? What's the title? It was how to get a high value man and be a housewife. Mm, how to get a high value man and how to be a housewife. So basically, just setting this up. Can we get ready to play that video? So uh, just to set the tone on this for the gentlemen out there. By the way, shout out to the value tainers out there. Shout out to all the entrepreneurs out there. We talk about um, a man needs to compete in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Be the be, uh, what we talk about the CME. Becoming the best version of yourself as a man. I got nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Talking about focusing on money. You know, I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. Muscles, looking good. I mean, I wouldn't just say muscles. Being fit, being uh, attractive to women. And game or frame. Like, mm-hmm. kind of understanding your role and, and and not backing down from that. So, Ali's been calling, causing a lot of femme rage <laughs> out there on Twitter, Reddit, everything we discussed. Uh, claiming that she's radicalizing women on her conventional take on marriage, and she's quote-unquote scaring the feminists by convincing women that it's okay to rely on men, and now they are saying that she's setting back women 50 years. Allie, you are setting back women 50 years. So now that the Sawscast audience kind of understands what this drama is all about, uh, by the way, we will be taking your questions throughout the episode. The Super Chat is live the lovely Natalia will be monitoring that. Natalia, when you see something good, let me know. We're going to start by taking questions in about 10 minutes on the other side of these videos. And then at the end of the show, stick around because these lovely ladies will be answering your questions. With that being said, let's see this video that set the internet ablaze. Make sure the volume's up, please. Gotcha. Okay, Allie, show me your ring. Oh, here. Now, tell me what you do for a living. Oh, I love my husband. <laughs> and how did you how did you get that awesome job? Well, I became a better human being and I became feminine and also shocking, submissive. So, that was the secret. So, what are your tips to women that want to be a housewife? 
do embrace it. It's an actual job. You just can't get it in the public or private sector. Like you need, you need a man to hire you for it, but that's okay. Cause if you think about it, you submit to your boss who makes you clean stupid shelves at your retail job, right? Like, wouldn't it be better if you were cleaning your own shelves at home? You know what I mean? And your, and your boss wants to sleep with you in a good way, in a good way. <laughs> and where, where do you meet these men? Well, I think women should work for the men that they want to pursue. I know that sounds crazy, but it's really easy. So if you think about it, like you want a lawyer, right? So then you should be a paralegal, or if you want a dentist, then you should be a dental hygienist. But these are considered, I guess, high high value status professions. But I think that's a really good model that not enough women utilize. Because women will bully the woman who is the secretary that married the doctor, okay? But who has the last laugh? Like, her in her McMansion with her husband who's hot <laughs> and the baby. Like, that's, that's who has the last laugh, so. Boom. So that was the video that set things off. By the way, that was on Pearl's Instagram or TikTok. TikTok. Just TikTok. pearly things. Um, comments blew up. There was a couple more videos. Let's play that, and then we're gonna open it up for discussion. So the the that was the viral video, and then a lot of ladies said, or the comments were not exactly nice. The most of them, I assume, right? Uh, and one said, "This is heartbreakingly sad." So Ali had a response to that. Go ahead. The women that are saying this is heartbreakingly sad. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I get my back blown out regularly. I am fully paid for survival. I have my own autonomy. Uh, I also do my own work. So, like, I just don't see what's wrong with my situation. But they can ask themselves why they're single if they want. <laughs> Ellie, Ooh, the single how ladies. do you feel yeah. about the woman? All right, and then there's one more, and then we'll get to the discussion. Uh, the response to, my husband is not my boss. Can we play that one? Allie, what do you... What do you say to the women that say, my husband isn't my boss. There is no need to be submissive. You're a team. I understand where they're coming from, but these same women don't understand that oftentimes they'll put their husbands on the back burner for like an actual boss in real life that they have to submit to. And they constantly ask their husbands to modify their lives for that. Meanwhile, the dude is forgotten. He's absolutely sexless and she's feeding him out of the microwave. That's the problem. If you can work and love your man equally, you want to talk about equalism, right? If you can do that, then good. But most women can't. Most women can't even push the power button on an air fryer. Damn. Allie, what do you say to the women? Okay, cool. So, Allie. <laughs> yes. Um, how has your life changed since these viral videos? Like, what, what kind of response are you getting to this? Because I think your whole idea is here, find a high-value man, mm -hmm. be submissive, help him, mm -hmm. and then create the happy life, happy marriage you want. Do I got that correct? I would say that's correct. I just want women to be able to marry the men that they want and then to be able to stay married. Because I, I think that's the hardest part is maintaining attraction, but... If you can get the, the guy of your dreams, then you should be fine. But I don't think my life has changed much other than my message is out there. I knew it would get out there in some way, shape, or form. I just didn't think it was going to be in the back of an Uber with one of my friends <laughs> as a content creator. And I didn't think that it'd be so um, so awesome to roast women on the regular. It's It's been a blast. Gotcha. So, Coco, you're sitting back. You're watching all this. I'm watching. How are you processing all this? What are your thoughts on her perspective? Well... People can do whatever they want, obviously. Her marriage is her thing, and if that works for her, that's totally fine. I think that, you know, if something happens, let's say... If, actually, I need to understand first, what do you, what did, what does he do for work, and did you do something for work before? 
So I met him when I was in the military. Uh, worked underneath him as you know, a medic, so a medical screener. He is a medical provider within the military. He's a physician's assistant. I had a job, but then we ended up having a conversation. I was like, why am I working? And he was like, okay, facts. And that was pretty much the end of it. And now I make content on YouTube, so I get to do a job that I enjoy. Okay. So, I mean, if that works for them, that's totally fine. I just see a lot when, when a woman completely abandons her life. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's you, but mm-hmm. I'm saying in general, when a woman completely abandons her life and she is just a wife or just um, like you don't have anything yours going for you. And how are, how do you know? Okay, you are married, but like, how do you know that this is going to be forever? Because marriages do fall apart. I'm not saying mm-hmm. yours will, but um, I I had a situation in my life when I was just somebody's girlfriend, and I was so happy at the uh, a few months in. Mm-hmm. But then later, I just realized for me that's not enough, and I want people to remember me for me and not for being somebody's plus one. Mm-hmm. Got it. So you want to respond to that? Do you think that you would have felt better about that situation had you been that man's wife instead of the girlfriend? No. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just the person. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, I just, me personally, like I left my hometown when I was 22. Mm-hmm. I came to the States alone. And if I wanted a life where I'm just going to be somebody's wife. and I'm, mm-hmm. There's a lot of women who are totally fine with that. And I have a lot of friends who are just housewives and that is a really tough job and raising kids is really difficult and that being like you be with them all the time it's not easy but for me i just wanted something more and i just wanted one i mean at the time there wasn't like youtube i mean there wasn't like tiktok and stuff when i was in that relationship but i it was not enough for me well why don't we do this so so the so the audience is crystal clear on what you guys stand for essentially mm-hmm. and we'll have a uh, you know a deeper conversation go down the line here uh, start with you, Coco. You talk about raising the women's standards. What's your, you know, goal as a woman? Where do you think the role of a woman should be? And then we'll go down the line here to Ali and Pearl. Well, women have a lot of roles. You can't just say a woman has like what a woman has one role and she should just like live in that role. I mean, my my whole thing about raising your standards is like don't just marry the first guy you kind of like because you think that your clock is ticking or because you think that you are not whole because you don't have that missing piece or something like why do women think that the highlight of their existence if they're somebody's wife mm-hmm. i don't think that's true i mean some people decide not to get married and they're happily ever after but you just don't have the piece of paper so i don't know if that answers your question okay but, i got it ali go ahead i'm just trying to address a lot of fear because i hear that argument a lot well if you're just a wife you're gonna lose yourself but if we keep feeding women this narrative like they're gonna eat it up and they're they're gonna buy it but if you have a man who can protect provide and cherish you it's like no it's a no-brainer of course you're gonna go ahead and pursue something like that but women are always thinking oh i I lose something in a marriage i lose something in a marriage i'm vulnerable i don't think so i think men take the bigger risk in assuming all of the responsibility for finances within a marriage. If you look at the divorce statistics, it's, it's pretty cut and dry. So like, uh, sometimes I hear, you know, what happens if your husband leaves you for someone younger? I actually don't worry about that because I know how the family courts are. I, it's more so the fact that like my women, women's satisfaction in marriage, we have a lot more autonomy over that than we think because mm-hmm. we end up leaving most of the time. I think 80% of the time women mm-hmm. are the ones causing it's, the it's divorce. Not, it's, it's 90% of your college educated. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Pearl, weigh in on this. Go ahead. Cause you've been kind of quiet. You've been waiting your, but you, what you do is you red pill women. So but yeah. are you married or no? No, I'm not married. Okay. Are you in a serious relationship right now or no? I'm not. You're not. Okay. So we have a single woman, we have a mm-hmm. married woman and a woman in a 
Relationship. Relationship, but not married. No. We couldn't ask for a better panel, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to our booker here. Go ahead, Pearl. Um, I'm sorry, what was the question? Yeah, just basically what you stand for. What I stand... Well, I grew up um, in a more like traditional family, and I really appreciated it. That like My goal is to get married, and I think my life... like it wouldn't be complete if I didn't have a husband and family. Like, mm-hmm. that's how I feel about it. So you're saying your goal is to get married? Yes. Okay. That's your goal? Yeah. I mean, I have other goals, too. Like, All right. What are your other goals? <laughs> um, my other goals, I want to hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, so you guys should help me out with that. <laughs> help her out. Just pearl, right? Just pearly things. Just pearly things. Let's get that going. All right. So number one on your list is marriage. Mm-hmm. Number two is, is that a career? Yeah, YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So the career is in a backseat to marriage yeah okay and ali for you is was marriage number one on your list my dream in life was to be a housewife and to do some work some kind of work from home so i would say like i made it i made it you live in your best life living my best life all i'm missing is the babies they're coming next Mm -hmm. are they coming next (laughs) oh yeah yeah we just bought a house so we have to fill it with humans you know you gotta fill that with humans can i can i actually add something else too my my dad is like a top one percent like he's very very successful and my mom was actually supposed to be a teacher and she quit Mm -hmm. that to go work for my dad and they ended up building like a multi-million dollar business and having 10 kids Mm -hmm. and i just yeah and 10 kids so i I, you're one of 10 yeah i'm one of 10 what does your dad do um so he owns a software company got it and i just think that you know in order to accomplish anything there's always going to be risk Mm -hmm. and i got to see the benefits of my mom taking that risk like it it might not have worked out she had to move to him she had to leave her school and quit her job but so your dad is a owner of a software company Mm -hmm. your mom was going to be a teacher she Mm -hmm. was a teacher Mm -hmm. and she said you know what let me jump off the teaching trail i'm gonna go work for my boss who Mm -hmm. also is my husband Mm -hmm. and it worked out well yeah okay now, Coco, is what's your goal? Is it your goal? Is your top goal to be a wife to be no, married? What's your top goal? My top goal is to create a company. I mean, my goal is to. I, I work. I used to study journalism, so I love the media world, and I currently I'm starting a podcast, so mm-hmm. I want to work in the media space. But I want this to be my thing, and I want this to be something that nobody can take away from me. So, like, if if I'm somebody's wife, one day he can just be like, okay, well. What if he what if he bankrupts or something? Then what? Mm-hmm. Your life is over if you don't have anything that you're doing on the side. But I also feel like you're not just a housewife because you are doing your content, correct? Mm-hmm. But that pales in comparison to the work that I did before. Like it's it's a night and day difference. You said you were in the army. Yes, I was in the United States military. Military, was, okay. Yeah, a lot of women they'll talk about you know like working hard, working hard. I'm like, have you been to the woods for 30 days on end? Like no shower and not enough food. It's not fun. So I would say. You know, yes, I work and I do content creation, but I'm going to be real. If you're intelligent and you can figure out a business model and you can figure out what people want to hear to to an extent, I do like to provide value because I don't want to sell women a lie. If you can do that, I mean, work smarter, not harder. You can really reduce your work hours. So I, my husband does so much for me and I don't want to act like that my channel would be possible if I did it myself. It's not true. Like I, I would refer to him as like my primary financier for mm-hmm. my channel. Like he makes the platform happen and I'm proud of that. What, but you still work though. Like you work for your content. So you're not just a housewife. Coco, it's not a hard job. But what's not a hard job? The content creation. For, for me. <laughs> so you okay. you think okay. it is a hard job? Is that what you're saying? I think it is definitely. Because this a hard is your full time gig. Yeah. You're a content creator full time. Yeah. yeah. Your full time job is being a housewife <laughs> well, and- slash content creator. But yeah. first job is being a housewife. Yes. Well, okay. I mean, and even if you're just like, if you say just a housewife, like you're still creating culture. Like you don't you don't understand what goes into that. Like my 
mom had traditions that we did I, every I know single what goes year into being a, a mom like my mom is a great mom she always worked and she always she raised me and my brother like really well i would say mm-hmm. and she always worked but she also had time to raise us mm-hmm. i know but why do we reduce it to like just a housewife no i didn't say just you a said housewife. that earlier okay mm-hmm. maybe i don't remember well, a lot, a lot of women do that. You know, just a housewife, just a housewife. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Sorry yeah. to cut you off. I actually said, I'm not saying that that's... I actually said that being a housewife is a difficult job mm-hmm. and raising kids is a difficult mm-hmm. job. I said that. Mm-hmm. So maybe I don't know what I... Mm-hmm. But you it's, heard. it's probably still something that like should be addressed because women wouldn't feel like they were just a housewife if they married uh, you know, the wholesome Chad that they wanted in the first place. And that's where you know my channel comes in because women get a lot of bad dating advice. And it's like dating advice that teaches you how to date, but it doesn't teach you how to you know hopefully get married and stay married like that's it like all they can do is get you a date well not every guy that takes you out for a meal is looking to commit and mm-hmm. that's a, that's a big problem that i see i think millennial and gen z women were really left behind by gen x mothers i got i had a bone to pick with them with gen x mothers <laughs> oh yeah they're they're like the craft mac and cheese generation they suck they did not set their daughters up well why go go deeper on that how do you mean well you can you can just tell it, it so it started with the baby boomer generation and then i want to say the gen x but then Baby boomers were rebellious against the silent generation. They thought they were old-fashioned. They thought mm-hmm. they were, you know, too set in their ways with. Uh, That's the Woodstock models. generation, the baby boomers, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and so you get like these Gen X mothers. They are so narcissistic, and they think that you, the daughter, you're just gonna find a man. I, I lived in the, my my house with my mother for 19 years, and not once did the conversation come up. You know, what is a good wife? What is a good husband? How do you find one? And I started asking my other girlfriends when I had like a, an epiphany. I think I was 25. I started asking them, I'm like. Did your mother ever talk to you about this? And most of them are telling me no, that it wasn't a conversation. So that's kind of how I've been able to figure out that, like, yeah, Gen X mothers, y'all did us dirty for sure. A word that is popping into my head is the concept of fear. Yes. Like, you're fearful that because you were you said that you were a stay-at-home girlfriend. Or whatever no, the, no, I never said that. No. You said you didn't do. You said you were a girlfriend, didn't do anything. That's exactly what you said. I never said that. What I was did you girl- say? No, I said at some point in my life I was dating somebody and I was his girlfriend. Right. But I, I did. I still worked. Okay. Well, I, I thought your job was a bigger no, apologies. No. But part of what I'm understanding, you tell me if I'm crazy here, if I'm spot on, is the fear that if you don't have a career, the fear of well, my man could leave me, or I don't have a fallback plan, and it seems like. And rightfully so, you're fearful of that, so you want to have your own career. Whereas Ali is like, yeah, I get it, that is a fear, but I'm not going to let that get in the way of me being a good wife and being kind of more submissive. Do I have that right or am I going crazy? I'm I'm not building my career because I'm scared that my boyfriend's going to leave me. Okay, so why are you building your career? Because I want to be successful and I want to pursue my dreams. And my dream is to be a media person. So let me ask, so I'll get back to that. Now, is fear, did I use this word correctly? Is that a, do you think women have this fear? Yeah, but it's a made up fear. It's a boogeyman fear. Family courts are going to favor women astronomically. And then I've, mm-hmm. I've had women come out and they're like, well, I got divorced and I didn't get, didn't get anything. My first question is, who filed? So you're mad that you decided to leave him and then you couldn't get his money? Like, I'm sorry, I don't feel bad for you. If it was that, if that, if those resources were that important to you, you could have worked it out. And that's not to speak on relationships where there's DV involved. Okay, like everybody knows that's wrong. Like, again, a boogeyman concept. But what did you say, DV? Domestic violence. Oh, gotcha. Right. I'm trying to alg- algorithm. Well, yeah, I didn't realize that was a thing. Okay, DV. Well, yeah. And you can always just get a job after you get divorced. Like, right? it's not like you're you're banned from working just. Because you're a little bit older. Like mm-hmm. I, I built this YouTube channel. Like I started a show three months ago, and I got thirty thousand subscribers this month. 
Like, Boom! That's, and how'd that happen? What you work hard, and I could I, I could do that at forty five too. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know why. Like if you get divorced, you could still get a job. Let me pose a question <laughs> to you, ladies. Let's say you don't get married. Let's just say, and you're forty years old, and you've got an amazing career, amazing career, but you never got married. Would that be disappointing to you? I would be disappointed. Uh, for me, marriage is not that important anymore i want to have a partner and i want to be with somebody i i would like to get married and get engaged and you know build this life with someone okay but that's not something that that's my like sole purpose in life so if you were 40 yeah did never got married no kids would, i'm just hypothetical no kids but you had a good career i would like to would that kids. be enough to satisfy you i would i always wanted to be a mother so okay. i i want to be a mom and before i'm 40 yeah. because of like all the of course you know? no that's why i pose um, it that way so i would definitely want to be a mother and i would be disappointed if i'm not a mother by okay 40. how about you ali if you never got married and you're still working on your career let's say you're an influencer but mm-hmm. you're still single would that be a disappointment that would absolutely be a disappointment that's not how i want my life going down at all and you know there's something to be said about if you don't have babies your dna doesn't go on and you're really just kind of like, well, you know, life is pointless. I think mm-hmm. kids give women purpose. And I think that we lie to women when we tell them that that's not true, that your job is going to fulfill you. It's not the same thing as watching a tiny human grow, look at, look up at you and learn. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, I've noticed sometimes that women will say that they want kids, but they won't say that they want a specific man's kids. And I think that's an important distinction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you mean? What's the distinction there? So, okay, um, for people that follow my content, they're pretty familiar that I had a miscarriage earlier this year. I ended up going to Facebook support groups because I don't know who else to talk to about that stuff. I ended up going there, and I found two very different schools of thought. There are women that were married and in relationships where they wanted to have children, but it didn't work out. But then there were other women that were grieving, but they're just looking for a guy to get the job done. Like, they're literally hunting for men to impregnate them. They haven't given a thought, well, I mean, what's the cost going to be to the child? So I think, like, if we're going to talk about women wanting to have children, and that's, like, in the plans, then, like, you know, uh, I know sperm is cheap, but we still need it. Mm -hmm. We still need it. So, you know, what's up with the guy? Where's he at? How are we going to get him? Okay. And then, Pearl, if you're 40, YouTube blown up. Million subscribers. (laughs) You killed it. But no husband, no kids. Would that be satisfying? None of it would matter. Like, like to me, if you have nothing to pass on and like you have, if, if, who cares if you're rich, if you're alone, mm-hmm. like, I agree you, with that. you can have all the money in the world. But if you don't have like a family to go home to, that's sad. I, I, um, I did this thing where I interviewed um, executives, like top executives in Milwaukee. And uh, there was a couple that I interviewed that like had no family, no kids. And you could just see how sad they were. Mm-hmm. And I. Like, who cares if you have all the success if you have no one to share it with? Yeah, that makes me think. I have a couple of friends down here in South Florida. They're both, I would say, very successful estate planners, right? So high-profile lawyers, estate planners. And they were both, you're familiar with the concept of dinks? Mm. Dual income, no kids? Oh, yes. Dinks. Mm. And they're both, you know, crushing six figures easily. um, And they were not going to have kids. And then... Lo and behold, I think after like 10 years of marriage, they decided to have kids. Now they're on their second kid because they realized, holy shit, I don't know what I was thinking here. Okay. Mm -hmm. By the way, is this something, this discussion that we're having right now, is this something that women sit around and discuss? No. This is not. <laughs> just, just. Uh, okay. Why is this not? A, 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 like, guys, we will shoot. Yo, what up, bro? Is that girl? Yeah, here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, 
Why don't women have these types of discussion? Why does it take Sauscast on Valuetainment to subscribe right now to bring this type of conversation to the forefront? Why don't ladies have this discussion? Do Wait, you want what to do you mean? What, ladies don't have what conversation? This discussion right here. They both nodded their head and said, no, nah, they don't talk about this. Do My- you talk about this kind of stuff with your friends? Stuff like wanting to career get woman, getting married, oh, yeah, uh, being of course. being a housewife of rather course. than an independent woman. So we, you're saying you do have these conversations. We don't really talk about all of my, I, I try to surround myself with people who are very ambitious and career driven mm-hmm. so I can learn from them and like we can all build each other up. So but we never talk about like, oh, if I don't get married, if I don't do this, like we're all talking mm-hmm. about just like so building uh, a career. One of the you ready to take some calls in a second, Natalia? Um, one sec. But one of the terms that I constantly hear, because I'm asking all sorts of people, um, what specifically women on traits or qualities they find attractive in a man, and the, a term that constantly gets put out there is ambition. He's ambitious. Oh my God. I know he hasn't made it yet, but he's ambitious. He's got some drive. He's got ambition. It's attractive. It's attractive quality. Mm-hmm. I don't know if men are like, oh, that girl right there, she's ambitious. I love how ambitious she is. They're not. It, no, okay, they so don't I, 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 guys My don't care does. about that. <laughs> Your boyfriend, boyfriend he yeah, loves boyfriend. the fact that you're yeah. ambitious. Yeah. But you said boyfriend, is it yeah. oh, meaning that's not her husband? How do you mean? I would be curious, right? So if Coco and this guy, right, they end up working out in the long term, if he's a masculine man, I'd be, I would wonder if you'd be in the kitchen making some breakfast. We both make breakfast. I made it today, he made it yesterday. Okay. I mean, if I that's can show what works you for photos. You guys. No, I don't. I don't need photo proof. I'm just saying. I would be curious to see if that femininity switch would flip for you. So, is there a switch that women have to basically tap into? Is that what you're saying? I, well, I think women should consider femininity from the beginning, but the West is just really awful at it. The, mm-hmm. I think Eastern culture has femininity figured out way more. But I think some women, they're ambitious, boss babe. That's all I care about. But then they meet a strong masculine man, yeah. and they're like, okay, you know what? Like maybe I'll work part time. You know how? Okay, how do you want your steak? Medium rare? What, what kind of side do you want? I've seen it happen in real time. Women, they're like, I would never serve a man, and then they have the hot plate in their hands. I so. cook for my man. Yeah, I have no shame in admitting that. I mean, in Europe, we learn how to cook. Like every woman, pretty much knows how to cook. But mm-hmm. that's not something that, like, I'm not gonna not work because like I need to make a meal. Like making a meal is something very normal in my life. Yeah, but I don't there, know. there's a difference between making a meal and making a home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can explain that, please. Well, I mean, there's a maid can like clean for you, a cook can cook for you, but only a wife can make a home. Mm-hmm. So that's like family traditions, culture, and like what are you passing on to your children? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So that's again your dream life is to be. You know, happy wife, happy life. But your dream, like, forget about a million subscribers. You want to make a house a home. Yeah, I just want a lot of kids. Like, I think I'm pretty cool. So I feel like if there's like five of me running around, I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be even cooler. You ready for what kind of super? By the way, guys, in the super chat, we're going to be answering your questions today. Uh, we're we're these women as as I just want to thank you guys for being here. And everyone mm-hmm. has a different uh, opinion. Respect. Everyone's getting along great. But I do want to answer some of the questions from um, valuetainers out there in the audience. Natalia, you got something that you want to ask? Um, so there's one question from Nate uh, Thruman. He said, why would a man that values marriage want to marry you? That's a question. To who? Oh, me? Just in general. Oh. You guys why? Okay, this <laughs> you is looked a, at me, so I'm like, what? Yeah. So <laughs> why would a man <laughs> who values marriage want, want to, to marry, marry you? you? Okay, go down the line here. Coco, you go first. Why would a man who values marriage would want to marry me? Yes. I'm not really sure if I understand that question. So if, a guy who wants to get married, yeah, why would he want to marry you? 
Oh, so basically you're asking me what it brings to the table? or Is that yeah. the question? Yeah, I, I, is that what it is? Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. And we'll go down the line. This You're not being singled out. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, 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 I know. Um, well, it's a very strange question, honestly, for me. But I would want to marry somebody that I see building. I If I'm with my boyfriend now and I see marrying him one day, if we get to that point, because he is a good partner. He helps me do certain things and I help him. And I... I would. It's easier to live life with somebody, mm-hmm. but that's not like my end goal. Like I'm not gonna put everything on the side so I can like f- live life with someone. But mm-hmm. you know, when you're grocery shopping, it's nice to do it with someone. I don't know if that answers. So your answer question. is like, look, I'm gonna be a good partner. I'm gonna bring my. I like. I like. I'm being, gonna bring yeah. something to the table, but yeah. you're gonna bring something to the table. Yeah. But we're gonna do this together. Yeah, and also like I always like him and I currently like we uh, things that he's good at. Mm-hmm. I'm not, and vice versa. And also, like, I totally agree a woman should be able to make a home because guys don't really know how to make a home. Yeah, I agree. They don't know how to decorate the apartment. They don't know the flowers are nice in the apartment. They don't mm-hmm. know that, like, your utensils should match and shit. So, like, <laughs> you know. I'm guilty of all that, by the way. Yeah. Um, Ali, why would a man, or why did your husband want to marry you? Why wouldn't he marry me? No, I'm kidding. So, it's basically... My perspective on marriage is a little bit interesting. Being in that feminine role where I fully depend on my husband, I believe that gives him purpose. So I think that he's had a greater sense of appreciation for the work that he does. Mm-hmm. So it's more fulfilling and he can cope with the stress more because, well, you know, he's doing it for me and he's coming home to me. Also, I make sure that he's rewarded for his hard work and his efforts. He pretty much can lean on me in times of trouble. But also, we can also enjoy each other in times of great joy. And that, that's that's a really fun thing. A lot of people don't know this. My, my husband was a 50-year-old bachelor. Mm-hmm. Well, 48-year-old bachelor when I met him. So he, he tells me even now that I add value to his life. And when I think about marriage as a business, it's like you know, Drum It Incorporated. How can I make our, our brand, our family, our business, how can I make it so that we can thrive? How, how much bigger can we make this Drum and Household name? And that's my approach to marriage. So I, if, if you want a really good hard worker... <laughs> As your wife, like that's what I think I bring to the Got table. Got it. Um, and one follow-up question before we get to Pearl. Mm. You said your husband, when you met him, he was 48. Yes. And uh, now he's 50, so you've been yes. married, give or take, two years. Together two years. Was he successful before he met you? Oh, I think he was very successful. Oh, oh, yes, yes. I hung out at the finish line and I got a winner. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a thing. Mm-hmm. I, I do think it's a thing. And so, Eric, can you turn me up a little bit? I, I'm down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So when I met him, he was very accomplished in the military. That, that's the thing is a lot of women wouldn't think that my husband makes enough money, but I'm a badge bunny. I'm like a masculinity honey. That's what I'm looking for. What is a badge bunny? A badge bunny is a woman who likes cops, firefighters, service members. <laughs> gotcha. So a man in uniform. Yes, yes, a man in uniform. So he's a, a major, and he's got all these shiny medals, and I'm like, sir... Sir, p- pick me, marry me, <laughs> choose me. And yeah, so I, I know that a lot of women wouldn't think that he makes enough, but we live in the Midwest, so it's like more than enough money to go around. And then, you know, I've got the muscles to make up for it. So. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Pearl, why would a man want to marry you? Um, I, I do my best to be an asset in a guy's life in whatever way that I can. So with my last boyfriend, I was always like cooking and cleaning um, and I'd like manage some of his business stuff. So when, I, when I'm like going into a relationship, I just want to I always think about like, what can I do to help this guy like his life be easier day to day? I think that's what every part you should every if you're in a partnership, you should always try to find. I feel like I'm no. some, something. Yeah, yeah. some guy. Yeah, Eric, if you can hear me, yeah, is the volume. A, that's a train. Yeah. 
Okay, but so we're good on the volume. Yeah, we're good. Okay, okay gotcha. Because we all seem sound a little my, low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of us. So I don't know if you can turn that up, uh, as you were. I'm sorry. What? Would, what? What did? You, how did you finish? I forgot. Oh, I was just saying that I think it's important to be an asset to a guy's life. Yeah, I I definitely agree with women being in a relationship and. You don't have, I'm definitely not for splitting bills and all that, but you need to contribute. You need to be of value, but not just in a relationship, in in life. Like if if you're with a partner, you should do stuff together. Like, okay, maybe he's cooking. You said you were cooking and cleaning. Well, Mm -hmm. was he doing anything or he was just um, there? (laughs) <laughs> no, he was he was doing other things. Okay. Well, yeah. can I can I give a follow up with you? Yeah, yeah. And you tell me, yo, hey, that's too personal. Okay. Hey, I don't know, I want to go there. But you know, Allie married the guy that she was dating. Mm-hmm. Coco plans on marrying, I guess, the guy that you're dating. That's something you envision. But you were being an asset to your relationship, mm-hmm. cooking, cleaning, being an mm-hmm. asset. But you didn't end up marrying him. So is that like? You know, I kind of was bring, being the asset, but it didn't work out, so I kind of regret it. Um, no, what are your I, I, don't, I don't regret that. No, um, I mean, I think I could have had that if I wanted. I just didn't see it long term. Um, so did you break up with him, or he broke up with no, you? No, I, I ended. Oh, it. you ended it. Yeah, I just didn't see it long term. Um, wow. And I was, I just, I think a lot of girls waste their twenties with guys that are like boyfriends and not husbands, and I just didn't want to mm. do that. Um, so yeah, I ended that, but I don't regret doing that because I think one, it gave me like relationship skills. So mm-hmm. I understand a little bit better, like how I can help a guy in the future. Let's talk about this girls wasting their twenties. <laughs> okay. okay. And how old are you by the way? I'm 25. You're 25. Yes. You are 27, 20 Coco, 31, 31. Okay. So you guys are mid twenties, early thirties. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been very vocal about this. I'll, as a guy, waste your 20s as much as you'd like. Mm-hmm. Your 20s are your time to fuck up, make mistakes, do stupid stuff, date I the wrong girl. As a guy, it's you're able to do that. As mm-hmm. a girl, you can do that in your early 20s. Mm-hmm. You do not want to do that in your late 20s, mm-hmm. okay? Um, let's talk about that. Why is it important for a girl to actually not waste their 20s? Well, your value decreases as a woman the older you get and your opportunity to give a man children um, is less and less the older you get. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can have IVF, but most guys don't want to spend like, what is it, 30K? 16K. And 16K, it doesn't yeah. does work most of the time. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if a guy can pick, you know, a 35-year-old woman or a 25-year-old woman, he's going to pick the 25-year-old woman. You think so? Yeah. Why? Because of the ability to be fertile? Yeah, partially. And like men, they surveyed men between the ages of like 20 and 80. And all of them prefer girls around the age of 22, 23. Yeah, this is what Rolo was saying. Yeah. Sexual, the sexual marketplace. So, um, I mean, I think there's other things. Sexual market (laughs) value. I don't want to mess that up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there's other things that come into play. But I think men, when it comes to Mm -hmm. building a family, and you also have the issue of, you know, the more relationships that a girl has been in, the more traumatized she's going to be. Mm-hmm. Right. The more, she, the more access she has to complain about. Yeah. Well, and that just happens the older you get. Well, let me let me actually give you a different side of the coin because I remember you were very um, open about this. Mm-hmm. You said you are so much better of a woman as yes. a female, as a girlfriend at 30, yeah. 31, as you yeah. were at 24. Yeah. Explain why. I feel in your 20s, you're just, you're starting to learn who you are and you see what you like and what you dislike. And I think that in your 20s, you shouldn't be dating somebody like if you're 21 22 you should not be in a relationship for like five years i think you should if it happens great Mm -hmm. good for you but i think that you should 
explore who you are as a person and by that you can also date multiple guys mm-hmm. so you can see what you like what you dislike so, so you think that a woman who's 21 22 she gets out of college should she not, should go through her hoe phase never said that i said it <laughs> you did <laughs> no i never said you should go through a hoe phase you I said mean, date multiple guys so i did can, not say it has to be oh but we, we know what i mean i think you should live your life mm-hmm. and see who you are so then later on when you're ready and when you're emotionally mature, because when you're 21 too, you don't know what the fuck's going on. At least I didn't. I mean, I moved here when I was 22. So in this past eight, nine years, I changed a lot because I learned who I am. Mm-hmm. What If I got married to a guy that I was dating when I was 21, 22, because my goal in life was to get married, I would, I didn't know who I am. Okay. So how can you get married and be with somebody, but you're not even sure who you are yeah so how do you guys grapple with that because you're basically saying the exact opposite thing that she's saying so would you guys engage and have this conversation i don't understand what that means you don't know who you are you're trying to figure out what you want in life like i just i've always known who i am well not everybody does the same (laughs) i just don't get what girls mean when they say that why what is it like they want to i mean i get it they kind of want to figure it out before they relate so i think there's some truth to some of the things that coco says because and one of the reasons that Pearl probably knew who she was when she knew it is because you had really great parents. You yeah, were in a well-rounded two-parent mm-hmm. household. But I, I actually don't agree entirely with you know the red pill about, oh, go ahead and get out there and get a husband as young as you can. I think you have the most leverage in your youth. I can mm-hmm. agree to that. I think you have a lot more options at 20 to 24. But I can say that I don't think most American women know themselves until they're 24. And then, I mean, even after that, like, there's a lot of narcissistic, clueless women running around out here. And they're going to be a liability. The problem is, is that they let the narcissism run its way into their 30s. And they're surprised, like, why didn't my life work out? It's because you need a reality check. And that's mm-hmm. I think that's why Pearl and I have the mm-hmm. content that we do to just mm-hmm. give women a heads up. Like, yeah. hey, like, your 20s, you could really be on a mission. So you want to talk about, oh, I want a career and I want a husband. Okay, fabulous, amazing. Set it up by 24. If you're yeah. hard charging and you're an intelligent woman, you can set it up for at 24 and then you can pursue dating full force. Can you define to set it up by 24? Have a foundation of platform. You can have a bachelor's degree if you want. You can have internships. You can have connections, networking, whatever you need as a foundation. So that way you've done most of the hard work and you can still take on that relationship and continue to do harder work in your career if you need. A question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an easy answer, but also a complicated answer. Are men and women equal? No. 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 Men and women, did you answer? Did you say no as well? I didn't vocalize, but yeah, they're not equal. Me, explain why men and women are not equal. Go ahead. Ali, you want to go first? We're just not the same. We're not the same. And if we're not the same, then how could we be equal? So we can talk about you know women being equal, but I'm not even sure that that's a worthwhile conversation because there's always going to be somebody that has advantages in different areas compared to yourselves. Men are you know, stronger and they're bigger and they can run faster. Because I don't know if you know this, but strength is sprinting is more about strength like i can't sprint at all mm-hmm. and then there's things i'll beat that- your ass in a race right now girl <laughs> right, right you know and uh so i can attest to that because a lot of women think that they're as strong as a man and that's that's just not physically possible they have so much more to what about in the in the workforce are men and women equal <laughs> no no there should not be professional women cry in the bathrooms a lot i don't think men do that my yeah. boss did <laughs> your boss pearl you because you and ali both said no immediately and then coco 
took a second. She thought about it. But why? Why do you say when men and women are not equal? I didn't think about it. I just didn't say it. Okay. Well, I just I, men and women are different. We're right. not the same. We're biologically different. And, like we're just not. Yeah. Well, our women are chemically different every single day. So even yeah. like I, I run a pretty successful YouTube channel. I have I have a show similar like similar to this setup in my living room and I like bring people in. And a lot of my business decisions are run through men. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times you're going to find like successful women that there's like a man behind them helping them with the decisions because like men are just more logical than women. Because again, we, are, we get our emotions into it because we're okay. chemically different every single day. But the, the counter argument that I hear okay. is, well, you know, men have been running the world for years. And aren't all the wars started by men? That's not true. No, That's, this is the counter argument that you hear. Men start all the wars. World War One, World War Two, French Revolution, America. It's all men starting the red. Yeah. Genghis Khan, the Mongols, they, they do it all. So, but they also built the world. Boom. So, there it is. So they, they, allowed, <laughs> they allowed us to enter the workforce. They had to tame the world so we could enter it. Mm. Like if we were still in like the old days, we would need someone to protect us. So you guys are not male haters whatsoever. You're male appreciators. No, I mean. I, Shout out to the men out there. <laughs> I have, I have Building the world. <laughs> I mean, I have five brothers. So when, yeah. I, when I, girls say things like men are trash, men are the problem, da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, you can speak for yourself. Like the men you pick are the problem because i i have five really great brothers i have a really great father and so if you have an issue with men like that's a you problem and don't put that on me by the way that is very powerful go ahead coco i want to add just because he's a good brother doesn't mean he's a good boyfriend well yeah but that's on the girl to pick you pick who you date like if you're halfway a decent looking girl you have a million options who you can date Mm -hmm. so i'm not gonna when these girls come crying to me because they hate all the boys they they chose to date like that's your own fault Hmm. i mean i agree with that whenever like i have this thing called what will coco do every tuesday and friday and i put a little question box and people ask me questions and they are sending me you know screenshots and their issues and they're explaining what this guy did Mm -hmm. but i'm like you're letting this happen Mm -hmm. so let's say you have a guy who only invites you over for netflix and chill and you still show up and then you're expecting him to like put you on a pedestal and fly you to paris or something but like you're letting it happen and those are the same girls that'll cry on tiktok and be like oh boohoo poor me and i'm like i don't feel bad for you (laughs) i don't you picked him this must be controversial with the women like you're friends with you grew up with this is not like are they like you're a woman hater you're like but i'm a woman look at I've picked bad guys before too. I'm not perfect, mm-hmm. but in every situation I've been in, I was like, you know what? That was my own damn fault. Wow. It usually is our fault. Yeah. By the so, way, that is really hard I, to do. Whether I, in a relationship or in the workforce, look yourself in the mirror and be like, I got to own this well, L right here. It's because of my dad. Every time I try to be emotional, my dad is like, Mm-mm, your fault, <laughs> mm. your fault. And he's right. Like, I just think your lot in life, it's, it's your own fault. And if mm-hmm. you end up alone because you can't pick men, like that's on you. Agree. Agreed. No okay. objection. By the way, you said that it took a second, but you said that men and women are not equal. I give just your, never, I don't like answering that question because it's just like, I just don't like answering it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they answered it. Yeah. All right. Um, we're going to go to a question in a second, Natalia, but th- there's another word that I really want to get mm-hmm. your guys' opinion on. Uh, and this keeps coming up in the red pill community, the manosphere. Mm-hmm. And it's a word I'm like, huh, what does that mean? Uh, and that, the word it kind of makes people uncomfortable especially women and that word is submissive okay (laughs) so as a woman as a wife Allie what does it mean to be submissive so the word submissive has a negative connotation on it so what would probably be more digestible for women's ears would be willful cooperation 
if your man has a good program and it's trusted, proven, and justified authority in that relationship, authority with responsibility because he's responsible for the outcomes of the relationship. If, if you have that, you're naturally going to follow. And that's the thing about it is some women talk about, you know, high value man, high value man. There's a lot of different components to masculinity. I can say for certain that I don't worry about my physical safety in the presence of my husband at all. He's a strong dude. I met yeah. that guy. He shook my hand real strong. I was like, all right, buddy. Yes. He's a, a trained fighter and he's also trained with weapons. So yeah. I don't I don't have to worry about that. So of course I'm like, let me let me get with this program. This program is awesome. I'd like the subscription to last for the rest of my life. And that's what women don't want to hear, but well, because they haven't had experience with it because they can't keep a man. But uh, the thing about submission itself is that it has a really convoluted understanding. Your your man that you quote unquote submit to will full cooperation. You will fully cooperate with him. He has to have something bigger than himself. That is the goal. And some people break it down to religion like that's fabulous. But I know for my, my relationship, my husband is not a believer, but he believes in the greater good of humanity and society. So he's always trying to do good in the world. So mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about him going mad with power. And that's also a weird narrative that women come up with. They're like, well, what's going to happen if you give a man power? Well, like they gave us Wi-Fi and air conditioning. I think they're doing great with power. <laughs> well, and because they picked the wrong men to give power to. So they yeah. put that on all men. So it's like, again, they're putting your poor choices on all of us just because because you can't find a man to submit to doesn't mean we can't. So, right, and it's argumentative women that they struggle with submission because women that are coming from two-parent households, well-rounded, mm -hmm. I live in the Midwest, I know a lot of women that understand that when there is trusted, proven, mm -hmm. and justified authority, they're like, yes, I would like your help. I'm going to go with the flow on this one. But like, women just don't want to be honest that like you're not fun to be around. People are tired of arguing with you. People don't want to. People are not fighting over your invitation at the party. They would rather you didn't go. <laughs> well and a lot of like more feminine girls we prefer it like I hate making decisions like mm -hmm. honestly like I hire a couple people now and like I hate it it's hor it's so against my personality if I could just have someone like do that part of the job for me mm -hmm. I would prefer it like it is so much easier as a girl like working for someone than it is like having like managing all these people so sh she used instead of the word submissive willful cooperation yes okay I'm so, so confused by that term okay well, so yeah I, would, I mean I would figure you you're very successful yes Yes. So it would be hard to imagine applying that work ethic, but in a relationship. I'm still confused. Do you think you can explain? No, break it down. So So do you not understand the willful cooperation or the submission? Willful cooperation. Willful cooperation. I'm, a, I'm like Croatian, you know, so. Okay, okay. So. Simple it. So basically it's giving your man authority, which is not something that's often done in society. But give today. me an example. Okay, so you're getting dressed and your dress is a little bit provocative. Maybe you're a little bit ignorant on it. He says, you know, honey, you're showing a little bit much. I don't know if you're aware. Do you mind changing? Like, would you argue with him or would you put on a different dress? If I think the dress looks hot, I would wear it. Yeah, well, that's that's making it about you yeah. and not your relationship. That's yeah, the I'm... opposite of willful cooperation. Okay, so yeah, that's not me. Yeah. Okay, so let's stay there for a second because um, I've dated some girls that look good in dresses and maybe they looked a little too good. And I was like, you know, <laughs> the whole honey, my, does this make my butt look good? Oh, hell yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but you're saying as a man, hey, babe, you know, a little much. I don't feel comfortable with this. Would you mind changing? You would change. I would absolutely change. And it's not just about the impression that I would have out there mm -hmm. on the world. It's protection because I could get the wrong kind of attention from an un unhinged man. And okay. what would happen if you get some attention from like a man? From from would a you... man that I don't want the attention from? I'm being sexualized by a stranger. I don't but, want that. But what do you mean by attention? Somebody looking at you that like... Men, men are going to look. They always look. So what? Let them look. What? I don't want to be sexualized by someone that's not my husband. 
Okay, yeah. so why do you post stuff online? I'm sure some guys have watch you, your stuff. You scroll through my Instagram. A little. It's pretty, it's pretty kosher. Like, okay. I mean, okay. there's some weirdos out there, well, I'm sure. <laughs> and when you're with a guy, you represent him. So I, 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 would, I would never want to wear something that's like embarrassing to a dude. No, I agree with that. I never, like, I would like, not go, I would never wear something inappropriate for mm-hmm. a situation. But if a guy, like, I usually tell my boyfriend mm-hmm. to choose my outfits just because he has good style. Mm-hmm. Like, he okay. has good taste. So, like, mm-hmm. he would never, I'm personally not like a, well, vulgar person. What I, so what I'm saying is, like, if he deemed it inappropriate, like, like submitting is trusting his judgment, mm-hmm. and so no, I trust. Uh, yeah, if submitting is trusting a guy's judgment, but, but then you, I agree but with you, it. But you wouldn't in that situation because you said no. I would still wear what I want. If like, I sub- felt that my outfit is appropriate for the occasion, right? But that's that's what submitting is. It's saying even though I think it's appropriate, I'm going to trust my man to make that decision. Okay. But is that a slippery slope right there? Meaning I have a when, question. When does hold on, go go wait a okay. When does the the submission part start? Meaning, we've been dating for three months, six months. Does it start when you're official? Does it start when you're married? Meaning, if you've only been with a guy for a couple months and he's like, hey, would you mind changing? I kind of get Coco's perspective. Like, I don't know you like that, buddy. Are you dating? But if this is is your husband... Mm According to Ali, go ahead and change, baby. Are you are you dating with intention? Or are you dating just just to date? Is the question mm-hmm. because if define the difference. So if you're dating with like the expressed intention on both parties to get married, okay, like you have to show him what, like what you're gonna do in the marriage. Okay. So like some people just date to have fun and date around. Like I can mm-hmm. understand not submitting to a guy if you're just dating to date, but if you want to get married, like you have to show that guy what he's gonna get when he marries you. Coco, your response. No, I, I had a question for her. So I feel like you're a very family-oriented person, mm-hmm. right? You have a big family. Mm-hmm. What would happen? Let's say you get married to a guy. Mm-hmm. And five years into the marriage, he gets into a huge fight with one of your family members. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I never want to go to your house again. Mm-hmm. What would you do? Wow, that's a really good question. Thank you. Um, I wouldn't choose a guy that would get between me and my family. That, that's not my question. Let's say maybe, mm-hmm. maybe there was an event, mm-hmm. maybe... People, I don't know if you guys are mm-hmm. drinking or not. Yeah. You know, maybe there was a party. Something's gonna Something happen. Something happened. Yeah. Okay. Um, if I, if he was my husband, I would trust his judgment. So you would, you would not speak to your family ever again because of your husband. Well, you said one family member. Okay, maybe. Like, okay, like, one we can lose. There's, there's like nine yeah, others. like, like I would hope- like with your dad. I see mm-hmm. you're very close to your dad. If your dad gets into a fight with your husband, what would you do? If my dad got into a fight with my husband. Um, maybe because you were very submissive and I'm not, I don't know what's your family mm-hmm, situation. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like, well, I, you know. I, I let my dad vet the guys that I date actually. Mm-hmm. But so I agree so, with that too, but things mm-hmm. can happen down the line, mm-hmm. like five years in, maybe, maybe and my, dad, hu- my dad doesn't drink either. So it's a little different. Okay. Okay. This is like a hypothetical, an, hypothetical. Yeah. but it, it, like yeah. the, it is, it, it, you said mm-hmm. it's a what? I think that's more of an exception argument. Well, what if, what yeah, if, no, like but, this, but, but it's not an if because relationships and family are going to fight. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, like I, I would, t- if it was my husband, I would trust my husband over my family, especially if that's someone I have a child with. Okay. Like that's that's your husband. That's who you picked. Um, I mean, do you I, feel I would differently? Do, Coco? I would do everything, and I would do everything in my power to like make that work out. Mm-hmm. Um, what are I, your thoughts? Uh, obviously, whatever the situation would be, I would try to use my own judgment mm-hmm. first, and I would try to listen to both sides. But I see a lot in. Luckily, I don't have this in my family, but I hear a lot of people have issues like, oh, I hate my mother-in-law or I can't stand my, you know, somebody in my Mm -hmm. husband's family. And it becomes like a really big issue. And it's always like a weird situation when you come into somebody's home if you're not okay with, 
you know, the rest of the family. So what would you do differently? How would you handle that? Um, I've, I really don't know. Right. Like if I get, I really don't know. Obviously, the I feel like the each of you are going to go ahead and do a video after this on this exact topic. <laughs> I look forward to that. I would love to. Natalia, do we have a super chat comment that you want to throw out there to the world? Um, we do have a few super chats. Go ahead. Pick um, a so, pick a couple. Okay. So we have this one by Terrell Xavier. $5. Thank you, Terrell. Um, Met one a career to get girls. The girls are a prize for a success. What is a prize for women? And who is going to care for you when you're alive, when you're 60? Okay, so let me let me say that. Mm -hmm. Men want a career so they can have success. Women want what? Uh, uh, the girls are the prize for his success. The girls are the prize for his success. Mm -hmm. Okay, and? What is the prize for a woman? What is the prize for a woman? Go ahead, Pearl. What is the prize for a woman? For a woman's success. Are you saying for success or in a relationship? For success, like okay. a woman's success. So, okay, let me rewind. Men want success and the grand prize is it's a good. hot woman. Mm -hmm. Women want success. Mm -hmm. What is the prize for that success? We're talking success like in career, career wise. Yeah. Um, a lot of money and lonely, usually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> usually an empty apartment, but a lot of money to spend. And that's not, doesn't sit well with you. I mean, I think people are free to choose what they want to choose. If that's what you want to do, go do it. Mm -hmm. Like, but I, I think a lot of women do that and they chase the bag and they chase the career and then they find themselves alone at 50, 60 and it, that's not fun. Got and it. I think, and I think a lot of older women lie to younger women about mm -hmm. this and that's what rubs me the wrong way. That's why I do what I do because I just don't believe in lying to women. How do women, older women lie to younger women? Because they'll say things like, like the happiest sector of women <laughs> is like 45 and childless but you could find 10 studies that disprove that for the one that they have that didn't have a proper sample size so you're, you're pushing this narrative because you don't want to be alone in your poor choices mm. and i just I, that doesn't sit well with me i don't so they're almost like validating their poor decisions is what you're saying yeah and you could see it in the media all the time like mm -hmm. every poor decision a woman makes like you see it in the media like for example like women gain weight right what, what body positivity that's oh, the next yeah. thing that comes now well, we just talked about that yeah. with Jordan Peterson, Rolo, yeah, how yeah. the one big girl was on the cover of SI. Yeah, and and I've been overweight, and that, you can lose it, so why are we tripping? <laughs> like, why are we tripping? And, and they do the same thing with age now, too. You see them pushing... Like, what is it, ageism? That, mm -hmm. That's the new word for oh, it? Oh, yes, because, because the older women are upset that... Because they're lonely. Yeah, yeah. They're mad that they're not getting the same sexual offers that they were getting in their youth. Mm -hmm. like, shocking, yeah. Coco, you are found success in what you're doing. Uh, same question to you. Men find success and the grand prize is women. What is the grand prize for being a successful woman? Freedom and money. Because when you have your own career, you obviously make money if you're mm -hmm. successful money equals freedom so you can do whatever you want but to pearl's point <clears throat> let's say you're that 45 year old woman successful millionaire <clears throat> amazing house you know a couple cats running around shout out to the cat owners <laughs> out there but would that be fulfilling I, if I, you never got married and had, didn't have I, kids i don't think that you can't be successful and have a husband or a boyfriend or whatever i don't think it's either or you can do both is yes. what you're saying yeah because okay. i see it right now like me and my boyfriend, we both work literally 24 seven. Like we mm -hmm. work weekends. We like we work mm -hmm. all the time, but we both work from home. Mm -hmm. OK, we both go on meetings, go on shoots and whatever, whatever he goes do mm -hmm. for his work. But 
we're still there and we're still enjoying each other. And I, what I love, that's why I said that what we appreciate with each other, we're both very ambitious and we talk mm -hmm. about work a lot mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we work on projects together. So it's not that he is doing his own thing and I'm doing my own thing and we don't even know what's going on in our work life. Do you think, do you think he respects you more because you've got a lot going on? Yes. He said that he, he would never be with a girl who doesn't, who, who's not driven. Got it. So, so respect so, to him. And, and, and have you ever been with a guy who found you a little much, like too work oriented? Like you're a little intimidating. Have you been with a guy um, like that ever? I wouldn't say that I was ever like intimidating. At least nobody told me that. Mm -hmm. But I know that a lot of guys don't like when a girl is very vocal about her opinion. And I'm very vocal about my opinion. So when it comes to being submissive, I couldn't do that because that's just not my personality. Got but it. that's not my personality. And that's why I left mm. the comfort of my own home. That's why I'm trying to do my own thing. Go ahead, Ali. So I have a question because you want to have this very successful career. You, I think earlier in the hallway, you said you wanted to be a billionaire. Yes. And then you're saying that you're pretty much in an equal partnership. So my question is, is your money going to be both of yours money or is it just going to be your money? Like, how are the how are the finances going to break down in that? When? Because earlier I heard you say that you wanted all of your bills paid, but then you're talking about having a career. When did I say that I want my bills paid? It was it was much earlier in the conversation. I would have to go back and rewatch it. That I need my bills paid? Oh, you said you didn't split it 50-50. Yes. No, I yeah. meant for dinners. Oh, oh, okay. oh if you're okay. talking about equal oh, okay. housework, then, okay. then yes. No. So that was my confusion. I was like, is your money going to be both of y'all's or is it just No, 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 no. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, let's, let's talk about that. The money in a relationship. Mm -hmm. What should you split? What should the man take care of? What should the woman take care of? Let's talk about the money. Like, how does it work in your marriage? Well, he pays majority of most of the bills. I have a very small income that I bring in. It's supplemental income, but that's mostly because I can be fulfilled in that. I think if I wanted to make candles and make no money, I think he'd be fine with that. But that's kind of how the breakdown is. And he takes a lot of pride in doing that. He's very happy to protect and provision. And I think a lot of men don't get to have that opportunity where they could have that intimate of a relationship with their wife, female partner. And how does the money work in your marriage? Because you said your boyfriend is pretty successful. Uh, did I say marriage? Sorry. Yeah. Dear relationship. Knock on wood, girl. Uh, how does it work? You guys split rent. You guys split food bills, utility bills. Does he always pay for dinner? Like, she's be being very open and honest, saying, look, he makes all the money. I'm here to support him. We You've both been make open money. and honest saying, hey, we both make money. So how we do the bills break down? Uh, well, we kind of try to see where we we're very open with our finances so like he knows how much i make i know how much he makes and then we decide together what we're gonna spend on what like he pays the rent so maybe i'm gonna pay for the car or something so like we so but he pays the rent yeah period he pays the rent yeah well the rent is the biggest expense that someone will have not necessarily well what do you mean of Gross. course it's the biggest expense no, like groceries and the car gets expensive. No, groceries are a third. Spend on groceries. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even. I buy a lot of organic food. Is, but the reality is rent or housing is the biggest expense. Yeah, like, yeah no, he not, pays the rent. Okay. But being the man in the relationship, paying the rent, you're living technically under his roof. Does that qualify him to have a little more say in the relationship or no? No, I wouldn't say that because I don't quantify certain things. So like if he pays the rent, but maybe I'm going to, I don't know, maybe I'm actually physically going to go buy the groceries. So I'm going to put my time and my effort and my energy into doing something and he's going to do, do you, something else. Do you do all like the cooking and cleaning? No. Okay. We, we, uh, he's a Virgo. So, so he's like, so really what, good. like because yeah. he's, you know, paying the rent, that's really nice. Does he yeah. like, what does he get in return? 
What does he get in return? Mm-hmm. He gets a lot in return. Okay, like what? Like, like I'm going to keep that, I don't know, not answered. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did you mean by that? Yeah, I'm I so just, you, If a dude was paying my rent, like, I'd make sure that every, like, I would do the cooking, cleaning. I would do everything in the house. So You're saying just, if a guy's paying your rent, you're doing everything. Yeah, free rent. What? Around the YouTube channel, though. What? Around the YouTube channel, though. What do you mean? Your YouTube channel. You really enjoy that, mm-hmm. right? So I think you would find a way to fit in your schedule, mm-hmm. prioritizing your relationship, and while mm-hmm. also not essentially sacrificing oh, all I, of your channel. Yeah, well, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't just like do nothing. I think you could cook and clean yeah. and still do other things. Mm-hmm. No, but I think you guys are mishearing what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like, if he pays the rent, okay, but let oh, let me give you a whatever. Let's say the rent mm-hmm. is 5k. It's not 5k, but let's say it's 5k. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm gonna spend. Two, three k for something else. Mm-hmm. So it's not like tit for tat. So like he pays rent, but maybe I'm gonna spend the same oh, so amount of money for something else. So it's more like fifty fifty. It's say not fifty fifty because that's just not how I was brought up, and that's not how I was raised. Okay, what would you say? It's like eighty twenty. Maybe seventy thirty. Seventy thirty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that a fair split? I mean, it sounds what what I believe most women would expect is the seventy thirty. They might not say it. And I think that that 70-30 is the new 50-50 because we're going to downplay the man's money versus the woman's money, if that makes sense. I think this is essentially a, a modern relationship and I don't prefer modern relationships and I think they have you know, th- their own issues because I don't think there's that sweet intimacy that is between a feminine woman and a masculine man where you just have these understanding of your roles within the home. But some people want to gender bend and they want to do their relationships how they want to do it. I know that I, if I had to grow up in that kind of situation where I didn't see either one of my parents, I don't think I'd be happy with that. Mm-hmm. And I want to just say I was in a relationship before where I was, he was taking care of everything and mm-hmm. I was just like, mm-hmm. I still had my thing going on, whatever, but like he was in control and I felt that I, I, that was just not for me because mm-hmm. I felt very, um, like, I don't want to hear an argument, like, get out of my house. Like, that's not something I would ever want to hear. Mm-hmm. So I would not put myself in that situation because this just doesn't work for me. Do you think it depends on the guy? For sure. So, like, maybe yeah. that was just the wrong guy. Yeah, that, yeah. that's, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay. But um, you have another question, Natalia? Um, I have a question for Coco from Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. He says, Coco, I can retire you today. I'm going to be submissive? No. First off, I would never... I'm in a relationship, so him even asking that... Mm -hmm. But if you weren't, like say you weren't in a relationship, say you are successful, Mm -hmm. say um, you take care of yourself and and you do those things and you feel good about yourself, you found Mm -hmm. who you were, um, and you have somebody who says, hey, like I want to retire you, you know, like, I don't want you to work anymore. I want you to be I, my wife. I, I work because I want to work. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoy... Would you lessen your work for... I would never do anything for another person. I mm-hmm. used to do that when I was in my 20s. But do you think that you, you that would change if you found somebody that fit all those, like, categories for you in that sense? So would I stop building my dream because I'm not I stop, met a but guy? like lesson. Maybe you put more attention to. Maybe if uh, I have a kid, him. I would put more attention towards the kid, mm-hmm. and I would, like, I don't know if when I get married, mm-hmm. how am I gonna feel? Maybe I'm gonna want to travel the world with my husband for a year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So like, I can answer that question then. But I, I just don't want that kind of relationship where you have to give up who you are mm-hmm. to be somebody's wife isn't that any relationship like 
both parties have to make sacrifices? You make sacrifices. You make you make compromise, not sacrifice, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. my opinion. Hmm. I think there's um, sacrifices. Yeah. Say it again. I wholeheartedly think there's sacrifices. There's just some things that I can't do as a wife. And I'm okay with that. Like I can't go and to the after party with fresh and fit by myself, but that's okay. That's okay. I think a lot of people have that women have that FOMO thing. Well, what happens if I compromise my life for my man? And it's just such an empty and tired, fearful narrative that I think leads a lot of women astray. It's going to be a, a dark time, I think, for millennial and Gen Z women when they realize they didn't invest their money. Because most women aren't in your position, by the way. Like, most women are mm-hmm. you know, average income earners. So they didn't invest any money. Mm-hmm. They didn't get a relationship. And maybe they have kids. Like, that's great. But, I mean, having children by your side on your deathbed is not the same thing as, like, having your husband there. It's Your kids can't replace a man. And I think earlier you mentioned that you would lessen your workload for a child. But you said you wouldn't lessen your workload for a man. And so that would be why would he ask me to lessen my workload like what would he uh, i'm actually curious like what yeah. you have to say like so let's say my my can, yeah he what would he want me like not to work so i can just do what no no i can tell you i can tell you so what i've witnessed from men who ever ask their women to work less mm-hmm. and i i know a lot of established military men with their wives and things like that is because the woman has so much stress from her job she's bringing it home and it's making the entire household unhappy mm. so they're saying take time away from that why don't you find something else and that's not to say that you couldn't start your own small business from home i mean coco's not going to stay home and like only make pancakes and eggs like she's going to do something no, else she's not that type <laughs> of woman. but that's normally what i've seen why men say you need to quit your job like the roi on this is absolute trash you're not even really financially contributing i agree with that but like i work for myself so that i do what i want to do like if i want to start a podcast i do it because i want to do it mm-hmm. i used to work for other people and that also didn't work for me but you can still overwork and it eclipses your relationship and it becomes a problem. Okay, and but so, that's that's like a work life a work life balance. Yeah, I feel absolutely, like. and that's what most of that conversation is about. Is women have a hard time juggling? I want to say in the West, like women are expected to do all of these things, and my message is, well, just pick a couple of things. You don't need the whole thing. You're expected to have a libido, stay physically fit, well, attractive, mm-hmm. and then you have to cook, clean. You have to raise kids. And you have to be that female role in a relationship. I think that's too much. I could do all of that. You, think I mean, you won't be sleeping but, a lot. But, if you're but, okay with a four-hour sleep, then you're, you're, well, you're good. I'll have but, a night nurse. Go ahead, bro. But also, like, I grew up in the family that, like, had everything. Like, the mm-hmm. 1% family. It comes with trade-offs. My dad worked 80 hours a week my whole life. I barely saw him. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. I didn't really get to know him until I was older. You can't have everything. Something yeah. is going to give. Mm-hmm. So if you have a family and you want to work that much, it is going to impact your relationship with your children yeah. and your husband. Like, you, you can't have everything. And, you know, now I'm okay with it because I don't have college debt. <laughs> I, I, well, I have a question for her, uh, what she said before. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Coco or when Ali. When it comes to sacrifices, and you said uh, I have to sacrifice and I sh- can't go for an after party with Fresh and Fit. But for me, when you're in a relationship, when you're like into your man, you don't want to go. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, so I that, agree, was not, that would not be a sacrifice. That would be your choice. Mm-hmm. So the thing about it is, even though I am married, like I still FOMO. I'm, I'm 27 years old. Mm. And you look at the dominant narrative and it's like, I should be I should be getting drunk in Ibiza with my <laughs> girlfriends. So you get on Instagram and you're looking around you're like, oh man, like maybe I am missing out on something. But I, I have to, you know, constantly remind myself in, in my marriage that, and also my husband helps me with this too. I'm like, like, these people look happy. He's like, no, they're they're miserable. I mean, they that's are Instagram. miserable. <laughs> I, do you I, not I, I hear, I hear your point there by the way because yeah. social media will basically sell, tell you don't be happy in your marriage you're missing out you should be in visa getting time. drunk but with all you your not- friends right now you're like no this is where i'm happiest yes do you not uh, go on trips with girlfriends because you're married no no i wouldn't want to but i also hold on you wouldn't go on a girl's trip 
No, not unless it was with family or with Pearl. I mean, I would. There's no way I would only Pearl. Yeah, but on Ali. You wouldn't, let's say your best friend, not Pearl, what let's the? say. That's me. No, I'm just saying. Let's say you guys are friends. It's great, but it's not your only friend. Let's say another. Uh, girl. <laughs> in that red pill community, it's all you got. You guys, Torsha. You said there were four of them. Okay, let's say there are f- some other friends. I suspect okay. you have friends. You have a bunch of family. Right. And she's like, it's my bachelorette party. We're going to South Beach. No. You wouldn't go? No, wow. bachelorette party is where women, you know, do, do the stuff. The stuff do that. Do what stuff? They'd be hooking up with dudes, hooking up with I don't know about there. all that. I was in a yes, bachelorette two weeks ago. Nobody hooked up with anybody. That's we were Fortunately. Honey, I was there. <laughs> okay. But you're saying you don't want to put yourself in a situation mm-hmm. where you would make a foolish decision or your husband would be uncomfortable with the fact that you might make a foolish decision. Right. And also, I, I just don't want to babysit women because you'll see women do the most self-destructive things when y'all are alone on these girl trips. And you're like... Sarah, like, I have to go oh see God. Brad at Thanksgiving. Like, please knock it off. I just don't want to be associated with that. Now, that's not to say that I wouldn't go to, like, you know, your Pearl decides to get married and we not want to go and do a couple of things. But you're not going to find us at the bar at 2 or 3 a.m. It's just not going to happen. Well, I mean, we are here in, in South Florida, in Miami. <laughs> I see bachelorette parties all the time. I was in Austin. I saw a bunch of bachelorette parties. They're, they're everywhere. You're saying, I mean, look bachelorette bachelorette parties people make some crazy decisions you're saying you wouldn't even put yourself in that situation no. go deeper why because of what you might do what the girls are doing how your husband would feel about it a little of all the above explain it's just too much of a liability it's really hard for me personally to have female friendships and i've just noticed that a lot of women are self-centered Right. And so, I mean, half the women at the bachelorette party aren't even really happy for the woman that's getting married in the first place. That's not true. Well, I mean, I would beg to differ. Look at what happened. There's so many women that are mad at me because I'm in a happy marriage. And that's not that's not even just something that's happened online with the viral TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's something that I deal with in real life. You know, going to college, uh, being on a college campus, just he- hearing from women who look down on me because they're like, well, don't you, don't you want to do more than that? Don't you want to be more? But no, I'm OK mm-hmm. with putting my relationship before a bachelorette party. Uh, that, that's not a no-brainer for Coco, me. Coco, would you go to a bachelorette party if well, your boyfriend w- didn't want you to go? Well, <laughs> no, no, what? no. He, I was literally at a bachelorette like two weeks ago in Vegas. We were there for four days, mm-hmm. and I feel like it all, like you have to know who your friends are and what kind of people they are. Like if if I have a random girl who just like wants to party and her friends are, you know, I don't know, girls who. Are, I don't mm-hmm. want to. I don't want to insult. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to name call. But like if if I would not hang out with a group that I find trashy and that could get mm-hmm. me in a situation that they would like mm-hmm. go to because I did like living in Miami. You have people who constantly invite you to parties, mm-hmm. to boats, this mm-hmm. that. Like you get invited for everything mm-hmm. if you're a good looking girl. And I make a. I made a conscious decision. I mean, I'm making conscious decisions every day. Where am I going? Where am I not going? Mm-hmm. So if I'm gonna. I'm not going to hang out with a girl who like sleeps with a different guy every week mm-hmm. just because that's not the person like that's not my friends. These girls, this bachelorette, for example, one is a banker. The other one is a top lawyer. Mm-hmm. Like they're high end, high value women who have their shit together. Some of them are married. Some of them are not. Maybe some of them have kids. But like that's the group I'm surrounded mm-hmm. with. I'm not going to hang out with 18 year olds who are going to, you know. So Coco, you you're um, you're a classy gal. Yeah. Real talk. I'm assuming I'm confident in saying that the girls you hang out with are classy ladies. Yeah. No doubt. But if your boyfriend or serious partner, husband, whatever was like, "Listen, I love you, babe. 
but I don't want you to go to Vegas for this bachelorette party. I would say why. He's and like, I just don't feel comfortable. I trust you, mm-hmm. but I don't really like the concept of bachelorette parties, Vegas, penis straws, you know, the whole thing that comes. Yeah, we did not have comes, any of those. What would you say? <laughs> I, again, that's not, that's not, that, that's This is not a complete really, hypothetical. I know, but that situation wouldn't happen to me because, like, he's going to a bachelorette in two weeks to, I don't even know where, bachelor, yeah. sorry. I don't know where he's going, like to Mexico or something. But if he was hanging out with some dudes that were questionable and they were doing weird stuff, you'd be like, honey, I don't like you. Point is, you wouldn't make that request. He wouldn't make that request. No. That's off the table. I feel like if you don't trust your partner, like, why are you with them? I, nobody can make me cheat on my boyfriend if I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And if somebody else is cheating on their husband, boyfriend, that's not my business. Okay. Like, what, what am I supposed to do? By the way, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm know, on Team Coco here, meaning like no, I've been I on a million bachelor parties. <laughs> if my girl wanted to go. But I do no, but appreciate like, Ali's perspective mm-hmm. saying, look, I don't even want to put myself in that position. That's unique perspective. Can I I'll just go, add I'll go during the day. Yeah. Like during the day, as long as the sun is up. Why? Because the freaks fun. come out at night? <laughs> exactly. The exactly. freaks come out at night. I, okay. I got a bedtime. 9 p.m. That's your bachelor party, right. bachelor party window. You got me from noon to nine. That's it. <laughs> we'll do one. It'll just be me and you. It'll be the only two. Go, go, go. I have a question. So um, you said you don't want to be in a situation where there's going to be what? Like what, what would be what's not allowed? I don't want to be associated with three or fours. I don't want to. With hang what? Um, uh, scantily said, clad women. You, you said three um, or fours. Three o fours. What I does three o four mean? What does that mean? Oh, oh. <laughs> is that is that what like yeah. the number? Oh, why do you three? think turn it upside down on the calculator? Oh, oh, like I, I remember yeah, boobless. That's what I remember go. with the calculator. <laughs> but why I'm just you... shout out to everyone using a calculator out there. Get your money right. Well, why do you? Call your friends hoes if they go for a bachelorette party. So, because a lot of these women that they go to these bachelorette parties, they get done up, dressed up to the nines, and they won't do the same things for their man that's at home, their boyfriend or something. So, it's, I understand you're talking about a specific class of women. And by the way, like, they're obviously the exception to the rule. I know professional feminine women, they totally exist. I get that. But most women, they use a bachelorette party as a cover-up and an excuse. I don't agree with that because of you can just... you don't. Look at the women that you're hanging out with. Like, they're not your average woman. Go to uh, downtown Miami. Like, get, get What do you a, mean by that? Because you mean they're more high-caliber women? I would, or they that, that a, they're Miami 304s? No, no. So I, she's talking about women that are in a higher socioeconomic status, for one. And also, they probably figured out that, you know, it is beneficial to their job to keep up their looks as well, right? So that is a specific class of woman. Okay, that's not your, your that is not regular schmegular women. If you go to a regular like average that. bachelorette regular party. But do you think that your friends are regular schmegular? But By the way, I'd like everybody at home right now, if you're watching this, just say three times, regular schmegular. It's fun to say. Regular schmegular, regular schmegular, regular. It's a fun word to say. Right. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. And while you're at it, subscribe to Valuetainment Money. Subscribe to Valuetainment. We love, appreciate having you here. You ain't regular schmegular. You got your mind right, as you were, Allie. No, I'm, I'm just saying I do keep my female circle small, but that's because I have specific values. I'm very family oriented. I don't want to go to the bar and it's hard for me to come Mm -hmm. across. You and your girlfriends might be able to pull that off, but I can't. Pearl, you you have the same problem being Mm -hmm. your age, just trying to get women to go bowling. Yeah, because I don't drink. And so it's Mm -hmm. like every 25 year old I meet just wants to go to the bars. Well, that's That's just just a different type of person. Like Mm -hmm. I also have a lot of friends who are just like, you know, I mean, not friends, but like acquaintances. That are what? Who are just into like chasing the party and mm-hmm. they ain't regular schmegular they're looking for the party yeah well, i mean i think well, regular girls that's what they do especially yes. at 25 by the way there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> go ahead and party this you know 
if you're 38 and still being regular schmegular, getting wasted, that you probably have a problem. Well, I've just found that you can get more done and like... I don't know. My life got better when I stopped drinking, like a lot better. I hear you. Mm-hmm. And I, I like I, I would recommend it to anyone. To My New honest. Year's resolution this past year was less drinking and less cursing. And I'm getting fucking wasted. I've been messing. <laughs> with I'm just kidding right there. Um, by the way, we're, we're we're we got probably 15 minutes left. I do want to cover cover a couple topics. We will be taking your questions at the end of the show. Natalia on the ones and twos has been doing this. I want to address a couple more things. Uh, Pearl. I know you have very strong thoughts on the concept of feminism, and you've been re- you reacted to Jordan Peterson, yes, uh, friend of the show, autograph right here. He's our guy. Oh, that's so um, cool. Tell us what you've learned from him and the concept of feminism. Oh, I think feminism lies to women. So I think they tell you to chase the bag, um, chase the bag, follow your career, and someone is still going to want you at the end of it. And I think that is a lie. I think men don't prefer older women, and I think they don't prefer career women. And a lot of times these women end up single, childless, and alone because feminism told them that that was going to get them the results that it wanted, that they wanted, and it doesn't. Yeah, so I have pretty strong feelings. Yeah. yeah. All right, Allie, you want to react to that? I don't like feminism at all. I've never even identified as a feminist. You have to think I'm a Latina that grew up in a lower socioeconomic status in a single mother home. To me, feminism just seemed like an affluent white woman problem. I was like, what are the complaints? What, what really don't we have in the West? I served in the United States Army. Mm. They let me do that. So I just don't see it. And you can look around. Women are oppressed. They keep saying that we're oppressed, but then we're also empowered. And so how do I know when to assume responsibility for the outcomes of my life? Hmm. I think that that's a poor message to sell to young girls, especially with the rise of fatherless homes. That's a a horrible message. So subscribe to our channels. Yeah, and I I also (laughs) wanted to say, I think being a woman is an advantage, not a disadvantage in business. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think that the girls that say that like their gender is holding them back in business tend to be lazy, mm-hmm. and that's actually why they're held back. Really? Yeah. Why do you feel that way? Why? Because it, it's not that hard to be successful in so business. So you like that Kim Kardashian video, get your fucking ass up and work? <laughs> A little bit, yeah. <laughs> so you girls listen to Kim Kardashian when it comes to that? Oh, I love no? Kardashian. No? You love Kim? I love her. Okay, uh, I'll tell you a few uh, stories after the show. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I mean... The quote, sure. I just, mm-hmm. I, I think people that are always blaming the world for their problems mm-hmm. are usually lazy, and it's usually them because they're the common denominator in all those situations. Mm-hmm. Like, Pearl, you got that. a lot of wisdom in your, mm-hmm. in your, in your. You, know, you were raised it, right. Well, it comes from my dad. Shout out, I, I shout out to Papa father. Pearl. Yeah. Uh, you brought up that uh, I think Ali said uh, feminism is an affluent white woman problem. Mm-hmm. Coco. As an affluent white woman. I wouldn't. Oh, she's Ukrainian. That's like different. I'm That's Croatian. like the other okay. white Croatian. <laughs> yeah. But okay. your thoughts on feminism. They've, they've been anti-feminism. Uh, I don't really have much to say about feminism because I feel like the term has been just like thrown around. Like pe- everybody has a different definition and I just don't want to get into it. Gotcha. But has it been a net positive or net negative for women? What do you mean? Fem- feminism. Has it been a positive or a negative for women? Depends on the situation. But overall, when you think when you think of the word feminism, are you like, yay, feminism or like, boo, feminism? Well, I'll tell you something about feminism. I posted a video that women should like shave and I was attacked by a lot of women telling me that they <laughs> they can grow their hair if they want to. And I'm like, oh, you do whatever you want to do. Like, I'm just telling you, guys don't really like hair. Okay. <laughs> and they were like, you're an anti-feminist. I'm like, no, I just like something smooth. You know? Yeah, well, I, I, you know, the reason I've asked this is because I remember the, when Ali and I spoke at the CME, shout out to the Conference for Masculine Ex- Excellence, uh, I said, Ali, you're a stud. 
I go, but, but that's for what if I if a guy did an interview or had some of these thoughts of a dude, you're a stud. I said, what's the female version of a stud? And you said it was being a feminine woman, mm-hmm. right? Being feminine. Mm-hmm. So what's the differentiator between being feminine and feminism? Can you explain? For some reason, I believe feminism basically says that femininity is a weakness. And so we as women, we should suppress that because that's going to get us in poor outcomes. These, these large boogeyman situations that they come up with, you know, men leaving you, you getting punched in the face by a man or, you know, dragged behind a dumpster, all, all this like really, really weird and off things. So that I think sets women behind in the dating market. And then so it to me... I think it's a bunch of lonely women trying to make other lonely women so that they have somebody to hang out with. The crab because, mentality? Yes, because yeah. if your girlfriends go on, they find love. Or even if they find a career, they will not be at the bar with you Friday to, to Saturday night. It's just not going to happen. So I, that's what I think it's about. And I think it's about keeping jobs. Because if we were to come out and say, well, you know what? Women are not really oppressed in the West. A lot of these nonprofits would go out of business. There's a, I think there's jobs on the line. I think there's a bottom what is it bottom line in business as well Mm because i think that's why my tiktok probably went viral is that it's actually threatening Mm -hmm. i had somebody on a reddit thread come out and say like this is really good propaganda and it's like it's not propaganda if leaving the workforce and trusting a masculine man to financially provide i mean if that's propaganda Mm -hmm. then i want it then i want it well and how are we oppressed if there are quotas like there are specific quotas for women that are not offered to men scholarships grants all of these things that are to aid and help us there there are not the same there are not as many for men and so how are we going to say oh we're so oppressed but we have quotas grants all of these nonprofits that are there to help us by the way if we're if we were going to do a poll uh, (laughs) of women at home how many because you two have very similar mindset is that fair to say mm-hmm. red pill women oh is it fair to say that coco has got a different perspective than you yes. fair what percentage of women would be more on team ally team pearl and what percentage of women would be on team coco and what percentage of women wouldn't be on either of your guys teams like who would be like i, I hate them all i think the what ma- do you think the I, answer is i think the majority of women aren't that opinionated to be honest, I think the majority of people... Really? Because yeah. I know a lot of opinionated women. <laughs> I, honestly, most girls I know just like don't really care or follow this stuff. And they're like, oh, I don't want to talk about politics. Talk about this stuff. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. But they got a lot of opinions on a lot of mm-hmm. like the Kardash- other nonsense. Like the Kardashians, yes. <laughs> maybe. But Okay, but for those that have opinions, because okay. I, I think that women do have opinions. Okay. Um, what percentage would you think be more inclined to agree with you? And what would yeah, be more I, Coco? And it what depends would just, where are you, where are you... Yeah, this poll. is a general question. In the U.S., women in the uh, U.S., honestly, women in the U.S. Right. Okay. So if you if you even have female viewers, because uh, I don't know, we're ninety percent male. Ninety percent. So for the ten percent of women out there, <laughs> um, I would say that like ninety percent of women would agree with Coco, but would be absolutely blind and think that they could even be like her. Right. This is not to gas you up, but you're a very attractive woman. I'm assuming you eat well. I'm assuming you go to the gym. You're intelligent enough to create a business. A lot of women would be like, oh, yeah, I'll follow her. And it's like, sis, it's not you. It's not you. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think way to build her up and then just take her down. Right. Well, there. No, not her. No. But right. The, the women out there. So uh, that's what I think the agreement would come out to is absolute mm-hmm. delusion. They would think that you know, we're oppressed. And then we have Coco here. She's chasing okay. the bag, doing it well, wonderfully. Do you agree, Coco, that most women would more identify with your mindset versus the alley? and pro mindset well the women i surround myself with but i also think that not who you surround yourself with women in general 
If a million women were watching the show, what percentage are like, yes, Coco, that's my girl, and what percentage are like, no, I'm on the Ali Pearl team? I think that this a is lot a of hypothetical them, question. Okay, you don't need an exact them, answer. A lot of them would agree with me, mm-hmm. but some of them would secretly agree with them, but then still vote for me because they think that's politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Um, did you want something to add there, Natalia? Um, no, I think that's true. I think a lot of people would agree with uh, Coco publicly. Okay. And then, um, you know, internally have the those feelings. Got it. About and I well, want, I let's want, take a second. Oh, we were going to say something? I just wanted to say, like, living uh, living this, I mean, thinking like you guys think. Like, I has, there's nothing wrong with that. It's like you just have to find what works for you. If mm-hmm. you're totally mm-hmm. happy being at home and being a mom and being a wife and just, like, living with your partner, that's totally fine. Like, every, that's what I always say when people ask me those, those questions. Like, oh, Coco, when should I pay for dinner? Coco, when should I do this? When, I, when can I sleep with him? I'm like, it's totally up to you. Your life is up to you. Mm-hmm. So, like, whatever we say, mm-hmm. you can take it in and then decide for yourself. Let's let's call this next segment segment uh, question, calling out the haters. <laughs> Ali, who are your biggest haters and who would you like to call out? <laughs> Oh, man, do you want to hear it? Oh, I want it, girl. Number one, Mm. young men. Mm. Young men have a problem with me. If they don't fetishize me and idealize me because whoever (laughs) men don't have access to, that's who they pedestalize. So they've never Mm. had a housewife. So they think like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And they're not even on on the hit list for these women out here that want to stay home. But young men don't like being objectified. So men are success objects. Women are sex objects. When you tell a man that if you want a wife... Not just a girlfriend, not just like this 50-50 mm-hmm. situation. You're going to have to have a substantial amount of income compared to the average man. They get upset and they shut down because they feel like broke losers without options in their 20s. And it's like, that's how you should feel in your 20s as a man. You got You have to do something with that. And I would say on the flip side, a lot of miserable, single, overweight women probably don't like me. I would say mm. that that's number one. Or, my goodness, I, I would say that there's women that I grew up around. And they're not too pleasant in my DMs sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said men are success objects. Mm-hmm. Women are sex objects. Mm-hmm. We naturally objectify each other. Okay. It, it happens automatically. That that's is a, true. That's the biggest problem in the dating market. If a woman rejects a man, then what is he going to say? She, well, she's just an SLUT. If a man rejects a woman, well, he ain't is. She couldn't pay for me anyway. Mm. We, we're just going to do that. So you can either work with it or against it. Right. Like, I'm going to lose the 45 pounds. I don't know about <laughs> these other women out there, but yeah. Calling out the big girls. Pearl. Mm-hmm. Time for you to call out the haters. Who are your biggest haters and who do you want to call out? The hate. Oh, it's always the whales. <laughs> Big gals? Yeah, yeah, they hate me. Why do they hate you? Well, because I say, I think it's disrespectful to your husband to gain a bunch of weight. And these girls, they get the ring and then they gain 100 pounds and think that's cool. I tell the guys, if a girl does that to you, that one, that is disrespectful. And two, you have the right to leave. Damn, you must and, make it piss a lot of women yeah, off. Yeah, and, and I always preface it. I never said that he should, right? Like, I think, you know, you have to weigh, like, mm-hmm. the kids. There's there's more to it, right? I think you should give her a heads up. You know, don't just, like, leave her. You know, maybe give her, like, six months, a year. I don't know how far gone. But, like, it's disrespectful. Like, you are a representation of the person you're with. Ooh. All right. Coco, who are your biggest haters? And call out your haters. Go ahead. My biggest haters are women that don't have standards and they're just going to take whatever guy is around. So like when I had this video, no coffee walk date, Mm -hmm. a lot of women were commenting like that video till this day. I don't even know how, like after a year, people are still hating on it. I'm like, just do it. It's great for my engagement. (laughs) But they are just like, oh, I would go for a coffee walk date. I would do this. I'm like, I would rather be at home editing a video than go on a coffee walk date with a guy that thinks that I'm hot. 
because like that's doesn't there's the coffee walk they like th- that type of mm-hmm. person like people who are totally fine with the bare minimum those are my haters and then also women who don't get what they want and like i agree i not everybody can get what they want because they don't work for it like mm-hmm. i went through hell living in the states on my own like imagine without your family without your support system like you're responsible for yourself so like i put in the work so i you know if i am successful i feel like i worked for it so like things are not given to me so like people usually people who don't want to put in the work and people who are okay with the bare minimum and then they're hating on me because i'm telling them that Mm -hmm. they can they could step it up would you say that you have strong work ethic a hundred percent would you say you have strong work ethic ali Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, obviously, I served in the United States Army. You don't do that if you have a weak work ethic as a woman, because right. otherwise it's just... Pearl, okay. you have strong work ethic? I do. All right. So we are dealing with three different women, different perspectives that all have strong work ethic. Natalia, do you have strong work ethic? Yes, I do. That's how you got hired at Valuetainment. Exactly. Yes, exactly. you did. So let the haters be your motivators. Mm-hmm. I and love if, haters, and, and if you ain't got haters, you ain't doing it right. <laughs> I got to get some more haters out there. Um, last couple things, and then we're going to get to questions Questions at the end. We're going to wrap up in the next 10 minutes and we're taking your questions. So join us in the super chat. Natalia is going to be reading them out. Um, But I want to pull up this story about the women's soccer team. Are you guys familiar with what just happened with the women's soccer team? (laughs) You know, I asked if women and men are equal and I want to bring up this topic right here. They're already nodding their head. But here it goes. The, The U.S. Soccer Federation and women's team announced equal pay deal and say that this is truly historic. So here's the story. The U.S. Women's National Soccer Team has reached a first-of-its-kind deal with the U.S. Soccer Federation that closes the gender wage gap and ensures equal pay with the men's national team. Under the agreements, which run through 2028, U.S. soccer will become the first federation in the world, in the world, to equalize FIFA World Cup prize money awarded to the teams for participating World Cup. So we're the first in the world. Go USA. The agreements also ensure that players on the women's and men's team will be paid identical appearance fees and game bonuses, as well as share an equal portion of the profits U.S. soccer makes from its broadcast partner and sponsorship deals. Ladies, you're getting equal pay. How does that feel? Pearl. Um, I don't think that men and women should be paid the same in sports because they don't put on like they don't make as much money. So like, I, I play volleyball and basketball in Europe and it, it's unfortunate because there's really not a lot of opportunity in women's sports, but I don't know how you can complain when men make more money at those sports. So if you're a business and one business brings in more money and one business brings in less money, of course, you're going to br- pay the business that make the players mm-hmm. for the business that makes more money more. It's just common sense. Like they're not. You don't see male OnlyFans models complaining because, <laughs> because they don't make Damn. the same as their female counterparts. But it's, Ali, equal pay for equal work. Isn't this... Isn't no, it's, this? Not, it's not equal work because it's about the revenue. Mm. So it's about how much money are you bringing in. Like, who, who watches women's basketball here? I don't watch any. Not yeah. I. Okay. Do you, are you a sports guy? <laughs> Huge sports guy. All right. Do you watch Huge basketball do you, do you, guy. Yeah. Okay. And you watch men's basketball, right? All the time. I, I'm a female athlete. Yeah. I, I'm I'm probably top like one percent in terms of talent and how far I've like really? taken. Well, I mean, when you come count like because you're from, tall, you're six foot. Yeah, I'm six foot. Like I, I have the opportunity to play pro next year. Not yeah. a lot of people get get to do that, right? Yeah. And I can tell you that I even in basketball, which I play, I, I don't want to watch women's basketball. 
Why is that? Even though you play it, because they're not they're not as good. Hmm. And I mean, that's not fun. I I genuinely, my heart of soul, like I'll probably turn down that contract because it just isn't enough money. How much do you think the contract will be? The contract? Well, I could go to a terrible country, like a country where like no one lives. It's like this island in like Iceland or something. Okay. And make like three, four grand a month. Not bad, right? Free housing, but. I'd be living like in the middle of nowhere or I could go to Germany and get like 500,000 a month and I have nothing. Yeah. And I have friends that were like top 20 in the NCAAs. Like they played on those teams for volleyball and like Mm -hmm. they, they might make 70, which, which is decent. But when when you think they're in the top, like half a 0.25% skill wise, that's like nothing. Mm -hmm. So is this, um, Allie for you, is this equality for the sake of equality? Did these women earn that? No, I don't think they earned it. This is why I think feminism is a female supremacy movement. Mm-hmm. I'm just keeping it honest. So there are just some horrible facts of life. If you choose to look at them as awful, it can also be a benefit to be physically a woman. That's my perspective on it. But the reality is is that men are fa- faster. They're stronger. Mm-hmm. They can make faster plays on the field. Where when you watch female sports, they're sluggish. They just move slower. That's my mm. that's my perspective on it. So they basically wind enough to convince somebody to pay them the same as men, even though they're not turning the same profit. And then what's the trickle down effects mm. of this? What what's the next mm-hmm. area where women are going to demand equal pay? That takes a sharp turn into communism and a redistribution of wealth. I think it's dangerous. Well, and and you don't know what that's going to do to the business as a whole. If you're like you you. You own a business, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, if you're paying your employees too much and you can't keep up, like you're not making enough money to pay them, like that hurts everybody. So, like, why so <laughs> instead you, of instead of whining about equal pay, why don't we work on putting on a better show? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you think Coco, that, do you think you uh, think that you the U.S. Soccer Federation doesn't have money, so that's why like they should not give them to the women? I think, I think there's enough money to go around. Then why then why wouldn't they give it to them? They're giving it right now, aren't they? But they no, but why did they have to want like? You don't, okay, so you can't accept, you're not going to accept an offer that you're not worth. So if they didn't, if they weren't cool with getting paid that much, they shouldn't have accepted the initial offer. Mm-hmm. And so like now, now you're going to see them like gassing up the price, even though I'm sure like the revenue hasn't gone up. Go do, ahead. Do you think they deserve this? Oh, good for them. Okay, well. Doesn't hurt me th- at let all. Me, let me just, I'm not a huge soccer fan, but I can tell you this. I watch like male soccer in Europe, but yeah, not well, this. Mm. The, the US, let me get this, tell me if this changes your guys' perspective at all. The US women's soccer team, what are they doing in that picture? They win a champion or something. They won! They're yeah, actually right. winners. Right. The men's team <laughs> freaking sucks. Sorry, male but, soccer but, team. So because they won, should they get paid more? Well, it depends. Or is it just revenues the bottom line? Yeah, it should be based on. Like, I, I don't know the numbers behind, right? So if this mm-hmm. was a situation where they really were bringing in more money and they're demanding a raise, fine, fine. But what happens more often than not, even if it's a losing men's team, they tend to make more than a woman's team. Mm-hmm. And I'm a female athlete. I, I spent most of my life playing sports. Like, I, I really care about women's sports. But I can't whine and cry because more people attended the men's basketball games in college than ours. Like, mm-hmm. it just is what it is. And we can either work to improve the sport as a whole or we can whine about our pay. Mm-hmm. And I'm just tired of these girls whining about their pay instead of, like, focus on your sport. Get better. Go ahead, so, You know they got beat by a high school uh, high school soccer team. The men's t- uh, the women's team got beat by a men's soccer team. That, yes. Uh, that's men's like, high school. Yes. yes. That's, I, that's actually something that occurred. So they're going to get this equal pay with these male athletes that are you know top tier, but they can't even compete with high schoolers. So like I don't think they earned it. Hmm. So you're bringing up valid points here. 
Do you ever, like, I assume you're going to start running into women that are going to start yelling at you pretty soon. <laughs> I don't There's think a... she cares about that at all. <laughs> no. We already do. <laughs> really? It's, a, it's another What are those interactions like? Go to the dirtiest, dirtiest, weirdest, most salacious oh, comment. Right. What do you get? I had someone tell me that they were going to do witchcraft on me and my future babies, so... That was a lot. <laughs> Who was that person? I don't need her name, but like, why did she say this? Just, what is she about? I don't know. I think she got triggered by my TikTok. I mean, whoever reads the comment into every video is going to have some. Like, if you post a no. puppy video, somebody's oh, going to no, say, no, no, look no. at this puppy. No, Fuck no, that, that puppy. This woman, this woman was special. Exactly. This woman yeah. was special. She was like calling me on Instagram and like trying to get her girlfriend to call me too. Okay. But obviously, there's a, these are low value women that Coco doesn't associate with. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it, the weirdest thing out there, I think I had somebody send a letter to my school once too. <laughs> a the, letter to your school? I didn't even know that. Yeah, somebody Googled my school and sent me a letter. I mean, it was, it was a creep. That what was do you a mean guy. your school? I was I was in college. I just oh, graduated. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, all right, wrapping this thing up, Natalia. We're gonna take some questions now, and then after the questions, everyone will get their last two cents, and we'll wrap this thing up. This has been great. Okay, okay? I'm having a lot of fun. Here. Natalia, do we have some super chats? Yes. Do you want? So some of them are just comments. You want me to just read the question ones? Or? You if there's some strong comments, throw it out there to the atmosphere. Let it out there. But we would like to answer some questions. Go okay. ahead. So I'll start with a question. This is from Donovan Sharp. $20. We know Donovan. Nice. Hello, Donovan. Um, it's for Coco. Okay. Uh, and it says, what do you offer your boyfriend that you've never given to any other man? Be specific. Please don't use answers like it depends or I'm not, I don't have the liberty to say. Please answer the question. What do you offer? What do I offer to my boyfriend? Mm -hmm. That you haven't offered to any other boyfriend. My wisdom as a 31 year old. Mm. I was enough. never 31 before. Okay. So your man's getting your wisdom. All right. Um, go ahead, Natalia. Keep going. Let's see. It says, the soccer deal, this is from Blue Pill Unplugged, $5. Mm -hmm. It says, the soccer deal uh, demonstrates once again that men enable women to being able to enjoy unequal outcome, but women will still trash talk them men. Mm. So that was a comment. Okay. Um, and then this one is from JG, $5. He says, what does Coco's boyfriend do for work? Does she fear he's just stringing her along, play ho playing house? Um, why hasn't he married yet? I'm not gonna say what he does for work. Mm -hmm. My my goal is not to put him in a. He's not a public person, so like, I'm Respect. not gonna comment on that. Mm -hmm. What was the other part of the question? Um, he said. Does he fear your Do you fear he's stringing, stringing you along? You How long have you been with your boyfriend? Like a year. Okay, so. No, I don't think it's true. It's like I'm not going to rush into a marriage and then get divorced five years in because I'm not sure. And also because I, you know, I'm from Croatia, obviously. I Like we still didn't go to Croatia together. I want him to meet my family. Like there's a lot of things here that I still want to build. And also mm -hmm. I'm not going to start a family and get married and do all that until I'm happy with my financial situation because I want to have a nice wedding. Like until we can pay for the wedding that I want, mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it. Okay, maybe we can go get married at City Hall or something. But like that's just not... That's not Coco. I have yeah. a question. How much yeah. time do you think is too much time to give to a guy that, you ha that hasn't given you a ring? Okay, great question. I think that obviously it's different for everyone, but it's like if you are ready, let's say if I'm ready right mm -hmm. now, if I want to get married right now and my mm -hmm. boyfriend is like, I'm not ready yet. So then you guys are just not a good match mm -hmm. that you can't quantify. Like some people get married after six months of knowing each other. Some people mm -hmm. date for five years and then five years in, they're like, oh, maybe we're not really compatible. 
So I feel like you have to go through so many, so many different situations, ups and downs, and like mm -hmm. you have to live together. I know a lot of people don't think they should live together before they get married. So you have to live together to see if you, if your daily habits align. Mm -hmm. Like if you, maybe he's like super crazy messy so or like you know. For, for someone that like wants to get married, how long would you say is too long to give to a guy mm -hmm. that if you want a ring and you want to be married, say in the next five years so it gives you some time right but like that that's your goal your ultimate goal is marriage how long is too long to give to a guy where he's just wasting your time he's but never gonna marry you is it you want to get married to him or you just want to you just want to get married that's like you want to marry like, like you're, you're that's in a, a great point right there. you're in a relationship with a guy that you want to marry okay like you how long is too long to give him that like he's just wasting your time if he doesn't if you're not on this you it's I can't quantify like I, I see you're like you're trying to make me say like oh a year two years like I can't say that because every situation is different well I, I was just w wondering if you had a ballpark I don't because every okay. again like let's say if you're in school mm -hmm. you just you said you just graduated let's mm -hmm. say you're in school maybe you want to go to your master's maybe you want to go to mm -hmm. PhD, like whatever maybe you want to you're, you're going to go abroad for a few months to finish some special mm -hmm. you know you I mean, can't you, you can do it married like my yeah, yeah but your life doesn't end if you get married yeah. no i've absolutely yeah. i never said that i, I don't uh, think so quick, quick question for you um mm -hmm. is there an uh age difference between you and the boyfriend i don't need your boyfriend's name number <laughs> nothing i don't want <laughs> no but is there it's, a, a decent... it's just one year one year he's older one year though yeah okay uh natalia you another uh... um i don't have a question but we do have a super chat from thailand twenty dollars thailand 25 Thank he you, said alan and pearl are feminine heroes and we need more in today's chaotic society thank you both thank you for that comment mm -hmm. the reason by the way i just quick story and then we'll do a wrap-up um and this set like i i remember maybe i thought this uh i remember i asked you if men and women are equal and shout out to the women out there. i love women like I, I don't have a lot of hobbies i don't i don't you know drive a fancy car uh, I save a lot of money and I don't, I, I've done the traveling, I've done the partying. All I like to do is hang out with my friends and hang out with girls. Real talk. Uh, I don't have a card collection. I don't drive cars. I don't do mountain climbing. I don't do parasailing. <laughs> I, I don't, I just, I like hanging out with people. And I had a party for my 40th birthday a year or so ago. And I remember at the birthday party, I was newly single because I had a girl for a little while didn't work out. But I remember at my 40th birthday party, I had a bunch of friends. People showed up. It was great. Shout out to Bodega in South Beach if you ever want to go. Uh, and I remember a friend coming up to me and being like, dude, Adam, you're 40, bro. You're killing it. You're making money. You're the freaking man. Like hyping me up, gassing me up, right? You know, this, that, the other. It's like, yo, I want to be you. Kind of, I was like, I right, respect, bro. And he goes, oh, is that so-and-so over there? I'm not going to say her name. I oh, mean, I remember her from high school. What's she up to? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, he's like, is she married yet? I go, no, I don't think so. He goes, man, feel bad for her. And I go, what do you mean you feel bad for her? And he's like, and essentially he was like, at 40, a guy, you could be like a stud or a pimp or whatever kind of. And at 40 for a female, he was like, wah, wah. And that made me feel horrible for her. And it kind of was because I felt kind of weird at 40, single, whatever, successful. Mm -hmm. But there is a difference between a guy who's 40 mm -hmm. and a girl who's 40. Do you guys agree or disagree? Absolutely. Well, because for a, at 40 for a woman, it's basically over. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, guys are... As far as having kids? Guys are having kids and like physically for most women. Yeah. Mm. I mean, there's exceptions, sure, but that's not the rule. But as a 40-year-old guy that like, you know, if you're doing pretty well, like you could mm -hmm. get married tomorrow with a 25-year-old, have five kids and still have a whole life. That's just not the case biologically for women. Yeah. 
That's true. Mm-hmm. Comments? Yeah. I think it's sad. And also, in some way, I think it's embarrassing for women that are put in those situations because how do you make it to 40 and not learn how to get mm-hmm. along with a man? How do you make it that far and you just never pick up on cues? And some, sometimes these women have children and that's great. And, you know, sometimes they don't have a man, but sometimes they don't have either which one. They're just absolutely by themselves. And so, like, is is that a full life? Because so they have girlfriends. That's great. But are all of those girlfriends single or are they also like married with children or they have professions? It seems lonely mm. to me. And I think women come out and they try to say that it's not. And I think it's a cope. You can see it on the TikTok pages. Like, look at me. I'm so happy. I'm drinking wine and I'm 40 and I'm single. Well, if you're so happy, why do you have to make your entire TikTok page and your identity I'll tell you, about I'll, that? I'm not going to say this girl's name, but mm. I'll give a very clear example of someone that every time like, oh, damn you. She was one of the <laughs> hottest girls in high school. Grew up. You know, in her 20s, guys were throwing themselves left and right. She had her pick of the litter. Mm-hmm. By 30, she was still out there in South Beach doing her thing. Still didn't have a man. And then I didn't see her for many years, right? She, I think she lived in New York doing her thing. But then I ran into her, I don't know, maybe like three-ish years ago. And she was in her late 30s, early 40s. Now, the dude that she was like the, the guys that were pursuing her certified studs in their 20s or mm-hmm. whatever. now essentially she's like hey what's up with your friend over there and like this guy i wouldn't say he's a stud so now the girl who was 21 25 even 30 that had her pick of the litter has to realize that at 40 the studs aren't exactly throwing themselves on her anymore well, that's something that a woman had to deal with and i felt like so bad. I was like she would and i told the guy cuz mm-hmm. i'm friends with the guy cuz he was like what's up with I was like, dude, you don't understand. In high school, college, she was like the hottest chick. He's like, yeah, but but that's not that's twenty years ago, bro. But but why did you feel bad for her? That was her choice. She I made, hear she, you. She made her bed lie in it. I don't. Like, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't lose sleep over it. But I constantly think of it because these are mm-hmm. now that I'm forty one. I, I I know girls in their late thirties, mm-hmm. early forties were still single, they, and I'm like, I have a I mean, question. Go ahead, Coco. I don't know if I you know struck a chord there, but go ahead. No, no, no. She's, it's for them. She's thirty one. She's not sixty. Okay? No, no, not at all. Coco's no, no, a high. No, I don't. I do not care about being forty and mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Question for uh, them: Would you let's say if you get a divorce, would you consider that as defeat? Like you didn't. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. should be upset. I I am divorced. That that's a ding on my record. That that is a failure. I failed. I mean, he also failed. You know, I'm not bent out of shape about it because I got the man of my dreams. But you should look at divorce as a failure. I don't know yeah. why you wouldn't. Yeah. You, you chose poorly and now you've wasted each other's time. Interesting. Interesting. Would All you right. say it's a failure if you were um, able to uh, give birth to children and like your children ended up in like a good place and they have a successful future? In the sense, like, for example, like, you have people who get married and then they find out this other person is not who they are, right? And mm-hmm. then kids come out of it. Right. And the kids turn out great, successful, and all that stuff. Would you still say that it was a failure or would you say that there was it's a success? No, it, I, it, it, it's still a failure. It's beautiful that the children are here. Most parents don't regret their kids that innately. Mm-hmm. But it is still a failure. You chose poorly. You reproduced. Now these children don't have a father in the home. Mm-hmm. But we're so used to it, we think that it's okay. But the outcomes are still negative. Yeah. Like I grew up in a single mother home. Yeah. I... I had a lot of risk factors that I had to solve myself in the dating market. Mm -hmm. And that's something that doesn't get talked about. It's all about this eat, pray, love. And Mm -hmm. that's not to say, you know, stay in a relationship and be miserable, but sometimes you got to make your bed and lie in it and you got to be roommates. Well, because because (laughs) when you have kids, it's not about you anymore. Okay. I have another question for them. And I'm I'm genuinely curious. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's say if you 
end up very unhappy or maybe you're just like something can just switch you know maybe mm-hmm. you can just like oh i don't like him anymore would I you heard s- me <laughs> would you stay married to him for the rest of your life you're not sexually attracted you don't like he's just not funny anymore you just don't like him anymore do we do we have kids yeah if we have kids it's not about me anymore so you would it's, rather ha- see your children grow up in yeah. a home where parents are sleeping in separate bedrooms. I, they don't talk. They don't hold hands. They don't I, kiss. I would rather see my kids grow up in a home where they're at every statistical advantage rather than statistical disadvantage. Because if the father is out of the home, that you put that kid at risk. Why? Because what? life is not easy. Like it's you. You might think you know as a woman, like oh my kid's gonna be fine. Your child is just another human being in this world. The world is gonna show your kids that they're at a disadvantage. Because that was that was the question I had. I actually I used to hate all my friends when I was a kid that had two parent households, right? And I would look at them like why why are they so happy? Mm-hmm. And now that I'm older, I can reflect. I'm like man, everything well, that they say about being in a single mother home, it just isn't well, a good time. Well, and we were talking about it because we were talking about mental health the other yes. day. And I was saying like mental health isn't a thing in my family. Like, we're all just happy people. And mm-hmm. she, she says to me, that's because you had both parents mm-hmm. in the home. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that because there's a lot of people who have mental health okay. issues. Well, the the science right. doesn't care about your feelings. It's true. It's like, you are at a disadvantage. It's very negative outcomes. I mean, we can continue to facilitate this and then cry about the dating market. But like w- women are kind of constructing these problems. Like we're raising these children in broken homes because we're choosing to reproduce with men who aren't our first choice. Mm-hmm. So you would stay in a marriage. That you don't love somebody anymore. And you, what is love? What is Do that? you love your husband? Yes, I love my husband. So then if you like, let's say what, like some, okay, let me mm-hmm. just finish my sentence before you jump in. Things can happen. Mm-hmm. You can separate with someone. You can be with him for 20 years. And then you're like, I don't want to be here anymore. Okay, maybe not 20. Let's say 10 years because we're mm-hmm. still talking about kids. Mm-hmm. So you would want to show your kids that you like, it's okay to live in a marriage, in a loveless marriage. Well, so here, mm-hmm. here's the thing. You leave him. Right. So what's the what's the idea? My mom is a happy, joyful divorcee and my parents are split. Do you not know what co-parenting is? I understand co-parenting, but you're also acting like most women are willing to co-parent in an agreeable manner. That's not what what I've seen. That's not what I witnessed. (laughs) People who get a divorce, obviously, sometimes there's a lot of drama. Right. But sometimes people can co-parent. You don't agree with that? That's no one's first choice, though. What's no one? It, co-parenting is not anyone's first choice. It's something that you're forced to do because you made poor decisions, either with choosing the man or choosing to end it. And most of the time, women are the ones leaving, if, and they're saying they're unhappy. And sometimes I don't believe like the reasons that they're saying that they're unhappy. They think they can go out there and they can do better, and they can't. And who pays for it? The kids. The kids. And that's the thing. Like I think if you leave just based on happiness, you're selfish because you're putting <laughs> you're putting your own ha- no because you're putting your own happiness above the kids' happiness. That's selfish. But your kids are not happy if their mom is not happy. I'm sorry. Ellie, you were in a single mother home. Would you have preferred both parents in the home or did you prefer having your mom happy? I I would have preferred, well, (laughs) some women you just can't make happy, but I would say having a two-parent household. I think about that sometimes. Like, what would would it have been like? I have no point of reference for a two-parent household. Mm -hmm. You know, all I can do is look around at my friends that I was, like, resentful that they were so happy. I mean, you you can can think what you want, and women are going to keep doing it. They're going to keep leaving men because they don't feel happy, and they're going to take half of his stuff. Like, it's different if you leave amicably and you don't try to rob him, which it is robbery. You can call it child support. You call it alimony. It can still be unethical. If you mate with an involved father, there's no reason to take him to court. So it's like, you know, yeah, leave if you're not happy and take half his stuff. That's not a message I can get behind. Like, figure it out. Go to couples counseling. You're you're an autonomous, uh, intelligent woman. You need to go out, and you need to do the work. Quick question for you guys, because we got to wrap up by, by six here. Um... Did you sign a prenup when you got married? Oh, no, I was supposed to, but then things popped off in Ukraine. 
So no prenup. No. So your man is technically at risk. I'm sure he's... You, yeah. But with your attitude, he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> believe me. Would you sign a prenup if your guy... Yeah, I okay. would. I, I would. would you sign a prenup? Yeah. You would? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at us all getting along here. Natalia, would you? Prenup? Uh, yeah, I would sign one. Okay. I, I would hope not. To um, just I just by the way, we're, we're wrapping up right here. I want to give you guys one last chance. Last question. Mm-hmm. Get it in. Uh, by the way, this has been a spirited conversation. I love it. Everyone's been very respectful. It's further proof here on Value Tame and here on the Sauscast. You can disagree without being disagreeable. Everyone here has been very nice, respectful. These are the type of conversations that we have. It's very a lot more interesting when there's different perspectives. We could all sit and have the same perspective on everything, and and you you don't get out of your comfort zone. You won't learn. Um, so if you have not subscribed to Value Tainment or Value Tainment Money, please click that link. Give a little to the like button. We appreciate that. Um, last question here. For the ladies, the lovely ladies, um, you know, it's been said, um, shout out to Rolo, shout out to the Red Pill community, shout out to the Manosphere. Uh, I have a lot of respect for these guys. Rational male, if you don't know it. Um, But they say things like, a man should lead, a woman should follow. Okay? So with that being said, we'll go down the room here. Coco, what is the ideal role for a woman in a relationship? An ideal role for a woman in a relationship. Um, well, for me, you know, I, I'm i going to pursue my career. I'm going to pursue my dreams. But I also am very passionate about my relationship. And I think that women, like, like what they were saying before, women oftentimes glorify career and like, I don't need no man, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think you, I'm not saying any, you don't need a man to be complete, but it's nicer to have a man. And it's nicer to build your life with someone. I don't know if this answers your question, You're but um, like my role, I don't know. I think I'm getting lost. Okay. Pearl, you want to go? Ideal role for a woman in a relationship. I think the ideal role for a woman in a relationship is to be that guy's like biggest cheerleader. So I think like a helpmate, you know? Hmm. I agree with that. I mean, I cheer for my man and he cheers for me. Cheerleader. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's like more on the girl to cheer for the guy. Okay. Yeah. All right, Allie, here you go. Final word. You're trending all over TikTok, Twitter. <laughs> Everyone's out there. You're in a white dress. You're married. You get the man of your dreams. What is the ideal role for a woman in a relationship? I want to say that your life doesn't have to end because you get married. Because I think probably the most solid thing that I could say to women if they want to pursue marriage and take it seriously take it as a vocation. I like to think of, you know, I'm trying to be employee of the month every month, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, that, that, you know, that's just that's just my perspective. That's just how much I really enjoy it. But as a woman, y- you do have to be able to put yourself first so that you can, therefore, put your man first. Mm-hmm. I think that's the ideal role. You show up and you're able to be a, a complete woman. You know, you're, you're fit. You're on top of your nutrition. You're also, you know, a, a supportive role in that man's life. You take enough good care of yourself. You're able to give him basically your all. I love it. Well... Listen, uh, we'd be nothing without uh, our audience here. We appreciate you guys tuning in. I hope that we brought uh, a spirited conversation. We hope that we brought you value, but also some of that attainment that we're known here on the Sauscast. We appreciate you guys. Listening. I got round of applause for the ladies. I got a, you guys killed it. Uh, we'll be back next week here on the Sauscast of Valuetainment. Thank you for subscribing. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Mm-hmm.